you're gonna be the bottom. <laughs> Optimization cross-configured customized movies. <laughs> Newhart will not be seen tonight because tonight is, is something special. Oh. But don't worry, he'll be back next week at his usual time. You bet. <laughs> KTBR Break Room. Hear the drama get wicked. Turn it up. Memphians live, devour, and breathe the Dyer's motto. It's always good to go pleasure yourself, you know, once once a week. The burgers melt in your mouth. You take a bite and it just all comes in your mouth. It's like one big explosion. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The legend of the break room. Defender of the universe, a mighty robot, loved by good, feared by evil. As the break rooms, legend grew, peace settled across the galaxy. On planet Earth, a galaxy alliance was formed. Together with the good planets of the solar system, they maintained peace throughout the universe. Until a new horrible menace threatened the galaxy. Bow down, bitches. Put up with it now. Bow down, V.I. itches. The break room was needed once more. This is the story of the super force of space explorers. The sexiest DJs. Yeah. (laughs) Specially trained and sent by the Alliance to bring back... The break room. Defender of the universe. The break room. Defenders of the universe. Podcasting live from the break room towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex. It's the break room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. My ass will be spread wide. Seems like there's something left unsaid at the end of that one. You don't want to hear any more than that, I don't think. Oh. Okay. Motor asshole. (laughs) Episode 213 of The Break Room. So much Thomas on here. All the way from Texas to Tahiti, we are broadcasting in your ears. (laughs) Trying to be more Kiss FM. G's up. Hose down. G's up. Hose down. Kiss FM sounds best played loud. Very loud. <laughs> 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 yes, we are back on the a scene. Common Kiss FM stinger. Back on the scene with a gangsta lean. It's the break room with Mark, Thomas, and Dustin. It is. Or Dustin, Mark, and Thomas. Or Thomas, Dustin, Mark. What Once a, upon what a time, word. Dave, Dustin, Thomas, Mark, Zed, <laughs> Giddy Horse, F13, Stefan, Kit, Angela. Angela, Javi, Pat, Travis, the Viking, Christine, Pat, Christine, Patrick, the tank, mm-hmm. who just starred Marina in a movie, Marina Baccarin, Angela Kinsey. Yeah. We have a large cast. Glenn Moore Shower. Glenn, Glenn Moore Shower. Shower. <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin Sorrell. Uh, Ke- yeah. Dang it. I got I had Conan, but I couldn't. I was having trouble. Aquaman from the Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> and fake Baltar. Gasoline, ha, ha. 
Fake money. And, uh, dressed up as zombies. And Travis, the uh, service worker at the Irving Convention Center. Terrence yep. Jackson. Terrence Travis. Jackson. What's wrong with you? He gave us his full name and everything. <laughs> I forgot. That guy? So, uh, we didn't talk. Did we talk last week about your the, your brother's starring role in uh, I don't think we did. My Normal Heart? Or was that what it was Which called? It's just Normal Heart. Normal heart. The Normal Heart. The Normal He's Heart. He's got that big flaming vagina. <laughs> we didn't talk about his starring role. It was on HBO. It was a movie about AIDS. Yeah. And he played an aide. Yeah. That his primary speaking lines were completely cut out of it. Oh, were they? I didn't. I yeah. haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Didn't see the tweet Dave did? No, I guess not. It's pretty funny. Hmm. It had a picture of him from the thing and then basically <laughs> from, from the movie and then basically read the line from Taken of, I have a certain set of skills, blah, blah, blah. And then Bleh. said, if you, if, you leave my, if, my, if you leave my funny joke in the movie, I will not look for you. I will not find you. But if you cut it. So they cut all of his lines? <laughs> no, I mean, there's, he says a couple things while on the phone uh, as an aide, essentially. But yeah. there was a joke in there that they cut from it. Yeah. So he barely, Somewhere there's he a script floating speaks. around that's like, and then the bad guy turns into Capri Sun. That was probably, his original. Probably because it had nothing to do with anything, <laughs> saying shit like that. <laughs> so did he make out with Julia Roberts or anything? Yes. He just so happened to come on the show a year before the movie came out and <laughs> said the line. The exact line. Uh, what did you ask, Mark? Did he make out with Julia Roberts? Or uh, no, I don't even think he saw Julia Roberts. He, ah! saw, he saw Mark Ruffalo, uh, the ones I know of. Mark Ruffalo. Did he Mark, make out with Mark Ruffalo. He hung out with Matt Bomber, who's a pretty, pretty cool guy. Did he make out with Matt Bomber and Taylor Kitsch? He hung out with him too. Huh? Did he make no, out with anybody? I don't think so. Then what's the point? It's a dumb bitch. A career, possibly. Possibly. Okay. So uh, if you have the HBO Go, you can... What was that? <laughs> what was that? Sound like a turkey gobble over here. <laughs> is it your throat again? That was my throat again, yes. Was it really? Yep, sure was. Wow. Gobble. <laughs> uh, anyways, if you have HBO Go, go watch Normal Heart. Or HBO. On- Either one. Is it replaying on HBO? I mean, it's I on any of them. Well, anyways, I'm start, sure it's going but to it's replay. Not on right the second. Don't. Yeah, probably. you're right. HBO just, Go, you can watch it on just demand. Just do this obviously. show a favor. Don't pirate. Steal your friend's HBO Go account don't, and go watch don't Normal Heart. It. Actually, go do some, actually go watch. <laughs> don't Dave steal that. Don't don't Dave it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, actually, do it, consume it legally and uh, throw a few digital shekels Patrick the Tank's way, and then ask if him. Any of them go to him. Ask him how it was to make out with Mark Ruffalo, Matt Bomer. <laughs> Taylor I make Kitch all of them. Roberts. Yeah. Okay. So we have some voicemails right. before we get to news. A couple of voicemails here. Let's do it. Think. Is it? Bip. Uh, What's a murder? You got to talk to Cody or uh, the hobo sexual guy. Yeah. No. Totally. The only two break room super fans. <laughs> completely forget about F thirteen has been there since the beginning. <laughs> never thing. Oh, also, it's not supposed to be Mothra in the Godzilla movies. It's not suppo- It's a new monster they created for him. And Kick-Ass and Kinder Olsen aren't in the X-Men movie. Bah. I All thought right. I corrected you on that. You did. They're in the Avengers 2. So he's they were, pointing out how to dumbass They were at are. the end of... Uh, Let's apologize. They were at the end of Captain America 2, right? No. Or what movie was that? They, they were at the end of something. I don't Recently. think so. Yes, they were. Spider-Man 1? Yes, they were. Okay, if it's Spider-Man, the then Toby I don't know. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Was it Spider-Man? I don't know. The Toby Maguire. No, it wasn't Toby. No. <laughs> yeah, that was recent. <laughs> they were in They were in some... The 89 Batman? Credit. <laughs> they were in some post-credit scene recently. While Bat Dance was going on. <laughs> Anyways, another voicemail. Hey, wait. Also, 
Oh, okay. Go ahead, if it's still him. Godzilla was in this movie more than he was in the last actual Godzilla movie made in Japan. Just like in a lot of movies where people don't realize that the villain or the, the main focus is not actually in the movie all that long, just like in Jaws, just like uh, uh, Darth Vader in Empire. Jesus Christ, read a book. <laughs> I'm not sure what that has to do with reading a book. You know what movie has the actual animals that perpetrate to be in that movie and is more awesome? Jurassic fucking Park. You see dinosaurs all the goddamn time. That's a movie about dinosaurs and pseudo dinosaurs. That's the kind of movie. Although they're not in the about. first like forty percent of the movie either. You're right. The they're one. not. But they're in, once they're in there, they're in there like a motherfucker. That's true. They they're are. in there like house money to a. So you're saying you prefer big Jurassic Park yeah. over the Godzilla movie we just saw? Yes. All those brontosauri or patasauri in that movie could have whipped Godzilla's ass. Like a house money to a hange. Right. House money it's to a hange. Exactly. That's a perfect Nobody analogy, gets my friend. That. Yeah. Well, perhaps we'll talk so about we, that in the next we, segment. We definitely owe <laughs> telling no, stories. We we're, we're telling stories. <laughs> um, so we owe F thirteen a huge apology. We do. We do. We we should we should I'm never sure we ever leave him out. Our super fans consist of F thirteen, Nate. <laughs> uh, once upon a time, Johnny Motherfucking M. Once Sink upon a time, Budgie. the hit. But that guy's time, the hit. Yeah, the hit. Traveling Bear. I even like Marla? tweeted at him to try to get him to come back, and didn't I know work. he just doesn't respond anymore. Nope. Uh, who else were we missing? Uh, oh, Casey. Yeah, Casey. Obviously. We haven't heard from Casey in a long time. Yeah, but he knows everything. Anytime we have a question about what happened True. when, he's posting immediately. He was never a big voicemail type person. No. It's okay, but thank you to F13 for calling in and correcting our wrongness. Yes. Because Except you're wrong. Deserve it. You're wrong about Godzilla. <laughs> Why is he wrong about that? Just his opinion is wrong. I mean, I, I acknowledge screen he time said, is probably right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but doesn't necessarily make it good just because, ooh, we have more screen time than the Japanese movie. And really, ooh. Marcus reads all the time at work. He's constantly posting four out of five for every book he's reading at work yeah. while at work. That's at all the same I ever time. read. That's all I ever do is That's read. That's all I ever read. That's all I ever read is words. <laughs> <laughs> I make more than both of you. And you're able just to read all day. Could you That's quit right. rubbing that in? <laughs> I can't reproduce. <laughs> you're able to read at work. You're able to drink at hey, work. I can read, drink, but I can't reproduce, okay? <laughs> I have to fulfill my life somehow. My ass will be spread wide. But you know what? Oh, uh, Vagabond Saints, that's another one who someone promotes us all the time. Well, I, really should, I said this on Twitter this week, it's but a, I really yeah. want to say thank you to all of our fans who keep listening to us. We really appreciate he it. He doesn't really want to say it. He talks pretty bad about you off air. <laughs> yeah. That's off the air. These on are the, the air. My bad. dragging us down. <laughs> on the air and on the Twitter. I love you. I promise. I promise. But thank you to everybody who uh, promotes us, and thank you everybody who listens. And anybody and everybody we might have possibly I, forgotten just then. Yes, and that as well. Anyone that sure listens. Everybody that listens there. is oh, uh, getting this thank you. 789, Andy, whatever his name is from Boston, that's Circus. another one. Anal Elf. Yes, Andy Circus. <laughs> Andy Anal <laughs> Andy the Anal Elf. <laughs> there you go. Somebody tell, tell that, that story. story. <laughs> 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 You're trying to think one. I don't have that story to tell. You guys are Dustin's the one that came up with it. You're the focus of it. I'm the focus, but I didn't come (laughs) up with it. He's the focus of a lot of stories, though, from back in the day. Uh, True. But anyway. Story like the Good Vibrations movie. In the next segment, if you haven't figured it out, we're going to have story time. Story time with the breaker. We'll try to think of some stuff. Yeah. Do you remember that Good Vibrations movie from back in the day? Dustin has no stories about himself. He refuses to tell anything. I'll think of something. I thought of something earlier, but I forgot. I should have wrote it down. Hey guys, this is Budgie Bigelow from Buzzquotes and BudgieBigelow.wordpress.com. I don't give a hey, fucking ass. Guys for a minute. First of all, I want to say I've been a fan of the show for a long time. I love you guys, Mark, Dirty, Justin, and Thomas the Train. <laughs> uh, the show's been great lately. 
Now, that being said, I've been writing for your website, popsyndicate.net, for quite a while now, and I have yet to receive a paycheck. <laughs> uh, just when you, when you uh, plan on mailing those out. Uh, I did get a package up full of a bunch of stickers a while ago, uh, but my wife's been hounding me, you know, kids, money, blah, 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 whatever. Um, anyway, I'll resend my address, and whenever you can get me that money, I will greatly appreciate it. Thanks. Well, I see. He's trying to point out that we have his address. Yeah. I'm sorry to say that, uh, you know, all of the break room funds went to uh, Dustin's ailment. So uh, we can't really... Dirty Justin. Yeah. I mean, yes. what we had yeah, exactly. went to that. He filed uh, under the uh, <clears throat> filed a lawsuit under the EEOC. But, so I can't really... But then Thomas took all of that cash and no, put no. it into second R. No, the no. Break room trust tower. me. Trust me. No. You took it all. You used it all. I didn't. I didn't. You're I don't right. know what you're talking about. But oh, I know. You, I know. You think we don't... We don't understand what's going on we don't you see you don't know what's going we on. don't see what's under that tube top you're wearing i know <laughs> i know no you're, you're just you digging see that. digging for a compliment you took all the money in the break room and you're digging for a compliment now like we don't notice what's going <laughs> let me, on let me guess like what supposedly got fake boobs or something right that, that's my why do you have to guess why are you trying clearly to, draped in front of you right now why are you supposed why are you supposed would, would you like to see them you're wearing a low-cut tube top <laughs> when does he not want to see them even before the implants no that's well true. yeah i always want to he sees everybody's I'd, undershirt items. I'd like to touch, if you don't mind. I mean, all my money, went, all the bricker money went to that. As long as your motorboat. That's the important part. Well, of course. <laughs> I have motorboat everything. What have I not motorboated this Everything? <laughs> a zebra? You can do that while Thomas motorboats your ass. That's fine. This, this, is, not a good, Thursday night. this is not a good scenario for me. <laughs> as long as you motorboat, motorboat the front. God! Dustin. That'd be a little impossible. Why would that be impossible? And that chain of events there. You just Why have to would... be turned upside down. What, like, it'd it'd be, be like on the abdomen or something? Standard Why? break room you... 69. <laughs> just motorboat the low, my front bottom. Oh, okay. God. We're going to motorboat each other's horrifying. cleavage. <laughs> Lift up, up the twig. Although you're getting double motorboated, so right. I don't know if you win but or lose there. All the better for me. I think I'm winning. <laughs> no matter which circles you run, I'm winning. Just don't send a uh, human centipede on him. That's how we end every night, isn't it? <laughs> True. So, on, um, on radio. Everybody's grossed out. Radio. radio. Are there any more voicemails? Or is that... Okay. Live from the break room towers overlooking the banks of the body-filled Trinity River, this is KTBR Eyewitness News, with your anchor Dirty Dirty Dustin, investigative reporter Mark the Bus Hudson, and Thomas the Tank with Animal Sports. And now the seven-time Sasquatch Award winner for his reports on the sex lives of amputee Conestoga giraffes, here is Dirty Dirty Dustin. Dirty Dirty Dustin. Why is my sperm so powerful? It's a legitimate question. How do you, you know? Is the, how do you know it is? Is the question? Uh, I can't. I, There's no proof. That'll of be that. in story time later on. Oh, I cannot take off my mother's bra. I just thought of a story. Oh, good. Who's the butt of it? <laughs> Someone's the always the butt. The, re- in the, the receiving story. end of the uh, powerful sperm. Who's the butt there? You just thought of a story? Were you being? No, you were not just really. Being just stupid? talking about no. the powerful sperm. Okay. Or you'll have to wait till next segment. <laughs> So today I was trying to go and look for some news, and I didn't see anything that interesting. But I did see, uh, wow. I did see that Rolling Stone tweeted something that I thought could be interesting. And I'm not going to go through the entire. Heard about jars of clay? Should be interesting. It wasn't actually, unfortunately. <laughs> actually, <laughs> uh, they tweeted the 100 best albums from the 90s. 
And again, I'm not going to go through wow. 100. Let's go ahead the entire let's list. do the breakdown. It's going to be the longest segment ever. <laughs> it definitely will be. God damn it. Believe it or not, that did not make the list. That does not surprise me. I, well, I don't know. In the 90s, it could. No. It might, maybe it's in 100. I don't know. I didn't go through all 100. I just went through the top 10, and it's not there. Uh, most of these I've heard. A couple of them I haven't actually heard. Are you just going to run through the list? <clears throat> I'm going to run through the bottom five, and I have audio for the top five just so we can hear the songs, but we can still so We're only going to get 10 of the top 100? Yeah. I mean, if you'd like to go visit the list. and Is it? Uh, I'm sorry. Albums is what it yeah. is? I don't know. You could... You know what we like. You could pick out the standouts that we care yeah, about. But I just I found it like, you know, an hour and a half ago, so I don't want you to go through all that. Oh, you don't just have the list in front of you? No. Oh. I don't pull up shit because other audio always kicks off. It's like That's super disappointing. <clears throat> this song is not from the 90s. It is definitely not. So starting with number 10, did anybody ever listen to Pavement back in the 90s? The album? The band. Oh, No. I tried to get into them at one point, didn't like it. So the album is Crooked Rain, comma Crooked Rain. That's number ten. It's number ten. Uh, Pavement's second full-length album was less quirky and diffused than their first, and even yielded their career's only modest hit, "Cut Your Hair," which must have been very modest because I couldn't place it at all. I never listened to Pavement once. Are you, we're listening to it now. This is Pavement. Is this "Cut Your Hair"? No, it's not. <laughs> Why don't you find that? I'm just uh, curious. Best it, of all, sweetly catchy songs such as Golden Sounds and Ranger Life show the pavement with more than just smirky indie rockers. So, anyway, I have This doesn't I, sound terrible, but this doesn't sound like top 10. No, I agree. Album of the 90s, especially because I don't recognize it. <laughs> this list is bullshit. Uh, some of it is. A couple of them are definitely bullshit. So, moving on from Pavement to a band that I have, or a guy I have heard a few times. Uh, I believe Mark likes them. I believe Thomas doesn't. If Evan Christian? Right. Uh, yeah, it's Evan Christian with his More Than Words cover. But, uh, no, we're talking about Beck and Odile. Um that's number nine. Thomas doesn't give two shits about Beck. That's the album only? Yeah. Not the... Okay. Uh, the Woody Guthrie of the Pizza Hut proves he can do it all in Odile. That's their, that's their claim. That's I don't really know what that means. Really weird that's, sentence. Yeah. That's really hipster writing there. <clears throat> As the Dust Brothers slip him a funky cold Medina. Oh, God. And set the stage... Wait, wait. To get just real, those real few words for sums up the overwriting of that <laughs> particular magazine. Beck shimmies in and out of his musical guises, whether he's strumming his folksy guitar and ramshackle, rocking the Catskills hip-hop style and where it's at. Is, there, is this actually a sentence? I mean, they're going to get to the yeah, point someday? Or blaming it up on the bossa nova and ready-made. That's the entire That's the entire one. Talk about a run-on. Jesus Christ. Odile could have come off as a, bloodiness, a bloodless art project, but Beck gets lost in the jigsaw jazz. Oh, is and this it? And the fresh flow until his playful energy makes everyone else sound tame. This is off Odile. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Not a bad one. No. Go. I like the album. I'm fine. Um, Do you have any guesses as to what what remains on this list, Mark? So top uh, eight at this point? This top 90s? eight of the 90s. Uh, I know say, I hope that Oasis is left just so Mark can throw a fit. <laughs> STP's uh, core is probably on there. Okay. Uh, Nirvana Bleach, maybe. Okay. No way. 
Uh, I believe Nirvana's on there. It's never mind. Is Is it? Never mind. Late eighties. Green like Day, eighty-eight, eighty-nine, or something. Yeah, I'm like not real familiar with. I doubt thing. Green Day Dookie would be on there. It was more popular than probably critically successful. Is this critically uh, successful? Is this what this? I don't know. Is? It's just it's just a it's just, list. It's Rolling a Stones generic okay, criteria got it. for best got albums. Got it. Got it. I'm trying to think of the popular shit from that era. Maybe an REM album. <clears throat> okay. God. I don't know which one though. That would be terrible. Maybe what's the frequency, Kenneth? Or was that the album? Or that, was, the no, that was uh, Monster was the album. Monster was the album, okay. Maybe that. God, that album was terrible. Yes, it I, was a tor- ter- horrible. I disagree and with yet both everyone had it. I thought they it. had a few, three or four. But you know why everybody it. had it? Because you got it with, what was the, the magazine you used to get back in the day? It was like, for 12 cents, you can get 15 <laughs> yeah. CDs. Oh, yeah. it, was, it, was a, it wasn't a magazine. It Columbia, came in most magazines. Columbia like Warehouse. Ad. Yeah. Columbia yeah. Warehouse. There was, there was more than one. And you yes. subscribe to it, and then as a minor, you could get it. You could order your 15 CDs, and then you tell and then them you you're a minor, and you can't, you can't <laughs> like ever play. It's yeah, like a damn Cars anthology yeah. or some crap that I was four cents. I pulled that shit several times. <laughs> Turned them into a White Walker. <laughs> I had like four <laughs> copies of R.E.M.'s Monster, and they all yeah. sucked. I disagree. But did you, you listen to each one of them to make <laughs> yeah. sure it wasn't the same? <laughs> yeah. it's be different. I know it's more of a greatest hits, but is Aerosmith's big ones on there? You'll have to see. All right, these are all good guesses. We'll all legitimate going, guesses. Number eight is uh, the Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die. All right. You remember the first time you heard Biggie? He came on as the baddest chronic smoking Oreo cookie eating pickle juice drinking stud on the block, and he was the man girlfriend. That's what it says on here. Weird. The man Does it talk about the hits off the album? Uh, let's see what it says. Uh, suicidal thoughts to the love song that hinges on the line. I swear to God, I hope we fucking die together. Okay. <laughs> Biggie's voice is also full of high-spirited fun, bringing the pleasure principle back to hip-hop. And Big Papa, his idea of a romantic evening includes a T-bone steak, cheese, eggs, and Welsh's grape. And that's just while the jacuzzi heats up. You know, I'm wondering. Uh, awesome. I'm not real familiar with the rap scene. I know this comes as a surprise, being as white as I am. But is the East Coast... I listened to it a lot more back then but, than I would yeah. now, actually. But you remember the whole East Coast, West Coast rap beef back yeah. in the day? Yes. Biggie and Tupac, obviously, being the two representations of that scene. Right. Is well, that, does that Two representations thing? that died. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they were the kind only of representatives. No, they weren't. I mean, Dre was in there as East well. Which one was West? Uh, Dre and Biggie were West, weren't they? Nope. Or was that backwards? Dre yeah. was Tupac West. Tupac was West. Yeah, Snoop Tupac was West. was West. Tupac was West. Okay, all right. Yeah. Back. See, Tupac. I'm extremely white. <laughs> Tupac and MC were West. Yeah. I'm like a yeah. fatter Jim Gaffigan, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, God. Pull that shit. This but guy claims to be a comedian. I'm, driving I'm not claiming to be a comedian. I'm driving <laughs> down Firewall Park li- Parkway. I'm like, Par- a, park I'm, I'm like a fatter Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm that funny. I'm just saying I'm extremely white. Uh, but your thing is, you like to do the little voice. <laughs> That's this guy. Uh, this guy doesn't know rap music there, from the nineties. Is there still a rap beef between the East Coast and what? Or East Coast? I don't. I'm pretty so. sure it died down yeah. uh, a well, lot the, right after that. Once the two deaths occurred. Well, once both the rap Jizai died. Yeah. Yes, pretty sure. Let's renew that. Let's get that going again. I could see why this is in okay, the so top ten. You just... think a wider, fatter Jim Gaffigan and his merry buds are going to be able to start yes. up a rap feud? I'm going to be the new Suge Knight. I'm extremely w- weak. Are you going to call yourself you gonna, that? You're going to hold Thomas out of his balcony upside down? <laughs> <laughs> extremely I'm not that strong. Wait a minute. Are maybe, we confusing Michael Jackson in this story somewhere? Maybe if I could hold him by my thighs, I could do it. I'm talking about when he held, uh, who was it? Ice, ice uh, what's tea his cube. face? Not Ice-T. God damn Easy. it. The guy who did Ice-Ice ice ice Baby. Oh, Vanilla Ice. Vanilla yeah, ice. Vanilla Ice. 
I guess yeah. I don't know that story. All I'm thinking of is Michael Jackson holding his baby over the railing. Well, maybe we'll tell that story in the next segment. No, why would we tell that story? <laughs> it's not about us. <laughs> You've misconstrued the next segment. It's not what stories would you like stories. to tell. No, at one point, I, yeah, Suge Knight held Vanilla Ice out a window. <clears throat> I don't remember that at all. But I have to Google it. Guess who's alive? Vanilla Ice. Who won that battle? Grand Conspiracy? Jeez. Is Suge Knight dead? He went to jail for a while. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. But, oh, wow. okay. Put oh, this way. Jim Gaffigan of podcasting. Who got, who got the home renovation show? Suge Knight or Vanilla Ice? That is true. Who won then? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think the ball is in Vanilla Ice. pretty clear. Court. No, I think you're wrong. So I could see why this would be in the top 10 albums of the 90s, just because of so influential and that kind of thing. Influential? Yeah. So I understand it. I didn't listen to this particular <clears throat> album very much. All right. That was number eight. That was number eight. Number seven, we have an entry from Nirvana, and it's in utero. Ah. The basic tracks were recorded in two weeks. Nearly all of Kurt Cobain's vocals were whipped down on tape in seven hours. That's not really surprising. If in utero is a record born of great crisis, mostly Cobain's personal war with overwhelming good fortune, it was made with concrete purpose. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean... I could see Nirvana being on here, you know, obviously, for the 90s. It's yeah. not a big shocker. Sure. Um, this album was, I don't know, maybe my third favorite of theirs back in the day. What was your favorite? Um, I like Nevermind the best. And Absolutely. Then, uh, I'm still I'm still such a fan of their live album, Unplugged. Yeah, but that was, a great album. that was a little later, though. I'm oh, talking about, like, right when they all came oh, out. Right when the, yeah. Uh, yeah, Nevermind was great. I actually liked Bleach better than In Utero. Bleach was, uh, me too. Bleach was after... Never mind for me. Yeah. Um, and you know, had some songs that were a real beating. Yeah. But overall, I still liked it. Didn't that live album have a bunch of stuff off of In Utero? Uh, I remember not being as big a it, fan of it because it had like. Uh, I don't know if it had much of, off In Utero, if anything. What's the slow song off of. Uh, I'm actually not too certain which songs are on which album anymore. Most of the ones on the <laughs> live album weren't even there. What's the slow song yeah, on the uh, Nevermind album? Uh, slow song. There was Man Who Saved the World, the David Bowie song. Uh, Come As You a, Are, they did. I know. Come from, As You Are. Yeah, they did say, that, but that was the only song off. I'm pretty sure that was the only song was off the only of Nevermind. Never yeah. I don't and even I always know. hated that. I'm pretty sure that almost every other song wasn't theirs that they did in that live album. Maybe. Oh, okay, maybe not. Which okay. were all good. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I don't I, remember. It's like been say, forever. Just, just total original Nirvana, I would have to say. Nirvana. Still such a great video. Yep. All right. Back when videos mattered. Number six. This is a great album as well. Um, Mark, I don't think, likes it much, but I'm pretty sure Thomas will be on board with me liking it. And it's Pearl Jam 10. God. One of the greatest. We have Alive, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy. This is probably the biggest hit. Alive, Jeremy, Evenflow. Evenflow, yeah. That was a pretty big one, too. No, don't get me wrong. I don't, it's not that I don't like the album. I'm just not... I like those songs. All those songs you mentioned, I like. Yeah. I don't have a problem with any of those songs. It, my whole thing with Pearl Jam is not Pearl Jam's fault. <laughs> it's the fact that everybody decided to copy Pearl Jam, and as a result, we got Creed. Uh, Eddie Vedder specifically. We got Puddle of Mud. We got uh, other Hyal Meow bands. And so, as a result, these songs are fantastic. Brilliance bleeds copycats, man. I know, I, mean, I know. But but it's it, Vedder's voice is so distinct, it's like it kind of tainted in the rear view how much I can take Pearl Jam <laughs> oh as a gosh. result because of the Hell Meow. this album is so It great. is. I'm this not is yeah. by far, as much as I do like them and the history of them mostly, 
This is by far their most amazing album. Oh, like I think just so too. from front to back. Like black and porch and on top of the the big hits, like it's just so freaking good. I'm not saying they have it, some other great individual songs. I agree, but yes, I, I would. Th- they don't the have best. another album. Uh, really, their next album, I would say, is their second best out. Versus was the Versus, very yeah. next. Yep. And then it, it went downhill. And really, after those two albums, I only like certain songs on the albums as opposed to the albums themselves. I'm with really you on disappointing. That. But yes, this album was so good, so freaking good. And I don't really listen to it that much anymore. But I can, like right now, yeah. I'm like, man, I really need to listen to this album again sometime it's a, soon. It's like, a great it's just album. really good. Oh, Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's everybody that came after that tainted Pearl Jam for me in the rear view. I got so tired of that sound that everybody else tried to replicate that it kind of beat me to hear any better. I, I understand know. what you mean. You know? I can't listen to the copycats now. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, Stained or, yes. I don't know, any Stained, of those people. that's another great one, yes. <laughs> Although, just Creed, you know, the, I want to say I can listen to some of them. I just can't remember which ones because there's or, there's way more than what you guys are listing right now. I know. Just trying to we should do we all. should do we need to do a way back on the Hell Mails. <laughs> we do we do a Hell Mail way back. It's funny yeah. how many different words there are. Like I've heard people refer to it as the lumberjack before, and like just the different things that people refer to that vocal style. I think Hell Meow is the most accurate. Though. Of course you do, because <laughs> you came up with it, right? <laughs> Therefore. No, anyway. it, it's a great album. I, I totally put that. I didn't even think of Pearl Jam, but I should have. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Now, the top five, Mark, I do have audio cords, so you don't have to pull it on these. Um, it's disappointing, because I'm sure that's the highest of the bands I really care about, but go ahead. We'll see. <laughs> God damn it. Now, number five kind of, at least for me, comes out of the fucking wild blue yonder. I've never even heard of this person. Kind of like Pavement. Yeah, a little bit. I've at least yes. heard of Pavement. What would be really weird is if Rebecca Black was in there with one song from like 15 years after the 90s. 13 years. Anybody heard Lauren Hill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Strumming with Pavement. I don't Fugees? remember this at all. You don't remember this song? No, I don't remember this at all. The, the album is The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. It's a Hill. fucking great song. Man, this album was the rage. You don't remember that at all? Like, I was never really big into it, but I remember her being giant. I don't know how I missed it. I remember the Fugees. Well, but she got... They kind of kicked her off, right? I don't know, actually. I'm pretty sure they got big with the Killing Me Softly, and then she kind of went off on her own. Got really big. I'm pretty Which, sure. Wyclef is the Fugees, right? Who? Wyclef John? Who's in the Black Eyed Bees now? I'm not... Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think he was. Yeah, I think so. I think it's how he got his big know. start. His if big break. he wasn't and we're both idiots, call us and leave us a voicemail <laughs> yeah. about it. But you have, one. you have to assume the voice of F-13. <laughs> yes. And if you're F-13, just talk normal. <laughs> or you can tweet at us like Chopper Dave. Either way. <laughs> so how bad we are. <laughs> tell, us, tell us how frustrated you make us. We make you. You make us. I didn't listen. I mean, Emerge from the shadow of the Fugees right in the description. So Man. if I read that, I probably would not. I was right. Yeah. I like the I liked the hits. I had, don't have a lot of experience with their other songs, but they claim that this is equal parts Stevie Wonder, Joni Mitchell, and well, no one but Lauren Hill. Well, that's of course it is. That's a <laughs> stupid description. Hey man, what ever happened, to Lauren Hill? She's I don't, I don't write for the Rolling Stone. I just uh, read what they write. Pearl Jam is fifty percent uh, the nineties <laughs> and fifty percent Eddie Vedder. Exactly. What? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, at the same time, uh, we have some other stuff going on <laughs> as well. Next up is the uh, band of Mark's uh, of, uh, existence and essence. Um, is that like a bear period? Oasis! <laughs> no, unfortunately oh, not. Oh, damn it. They were in the top 100, but uh, they did not make the top 10. God, that album is so good. I always hate it so much. Captain Planet is the bane of your existence? 
It's kind of odd. I'll just start the song and we can. Did you guys remember that? Talk about the group. Name is Baby. Actum Baby. Not my favorite of theirs by by far. Of course, anything they do now is really my least favorite of theirs. Yeah. I was going to say, me too. They have become an ass whip, man. Still, I still agree that from the 80s, like Josh Tree is one of the yeah. greatest albums ever. That's still the only album of theirs I can listen to. I still love back. that. Okay, there's individual songs. They're a lot like uh, Nirvana in that way. Uh, Nirvana. Who were we talking about a minute ago? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Lauryn Hill. Uh, <laughs> well, we were talking about Joshua Lord. Tree is amazing all the Good way album. through, and then I can't take their new stuff. Their other stuff, no, I don't like anything that's come out of them in a long time. I don't know time, if it's the fact there's, that there's singular songs off some of the following albums that I really like a lot. That Pride in the Name of Love song is freaking. That might be my favorite song. I don't know what it is that beats me about you. I used to love you too. I didn't hate this song. I don't know what it yeah. is about the Beats Me Now. This is a good album, but it wasn't yeah. as good as Joshua Tree at all. No, I don't know what's the fact that they have not. It feels like their sound is not. Grown. Oh, I think it at has. All. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, maybe that's listen to right Joshua word. Tree and then listen well, to something they do now. Okay, it's, it's his voice. Well, but even the this sound is definitely evolved. Then what, then what is it? I mean, Rolling I Stone talks sp- about it. Okay, saying that it was uh, one of the most extreme personal uh, personality transformations in pop music ever. This particular album, going from their '80s song, sound to this particular sound. So they're saying they even did transformations at this time. I don't know. It is quite frankly the only way a band like that can last as long as they have. Yeah, you have to try different things. And I don't know what it is now that I can't take anymore. I can't listen to their new stuff. It just beats me. Don't like it. I mean, it's not very good. It just it isn't very good. It's not very good. I agree. I mean, obviously that's an opinion, but I feel like they were great back in their heyday, and their heyday is long past. They they still don't have any problems selling out concerts. That's for sure. No, that's for sure. I would say a lot of people are still way into them. Also, oh yeah, some people too much. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people just put U2 as like, you know, a top two or three band of all time. Sure. So it's not a shocker that they would put an album from sure. U2 in the top four sure. of the 90s. Uh, let's see. Number three is a band that obviously I enjoy a lot and nobody else here does. Uh, it's Mr. Yeah, it's Head Radio. Mr. Radiohead with, uh, <laughs> Radiohead. with uh, OK Computer is the album. The album's pretty good. This is one of my definite favorites of theirs. Uh, this and, and Rainbows are my two favorite Radiohead albums, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think this is my favorite of theirs, for sure. It's generally most people's favorite. Yeah, pretty much. The thing that they say about it here, uh, it says, Progress is a bitch, but don't let the machines or their, or their masters grind you down. That is a simple message encoded in this art rock razzle-dazzle of OK Computer. <laughs> Held as the dark side of the moon for the information age, computer is too brittle in its time signature twist and hairpin guitar turns, too claustrophobic in mood to qualify as space rock. Instead, Radiohead shattered the soul-sucking echo of isolation and enforced routine with the violent mood swings of Paranoid Android, which we'll listen to now, and Tom York's arcing vocal anguish and gaunt, yearning ballads let down and lucky. Lucky may be one of my, maybe my absolute favorite Radiohead song. It's definitely a top couple. How's that one go? Well, I can't Don't sing play it. Slim Whitman. It's a slower one. I'll play it for you later. I'm not going to try to mimic it. Somehow, OK Computer went platinum a year after its release. It's okay. Not that song, Mark. Let's get lucky. Goddamn, lucky. 
it's not that one. I just want to. I probably will recognize it. I just don't know it off the top of my head. Yeah, I would play it if I could, but this computer wants. Mark, music. seriously, can you look up the actual song? No, he can't. Well, like I say, it's it was a tough call back when I was doing my favorite albums or of all time between this and uh, in Rainbows. It was pretty much one A one B. I'm not trying to be. Obviously, obviously, such a bastard. Yeah, you're one to talk. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Captain Tease. <laughs> That's an interesting new nickname. I thought that was for off here in our private moments. <laughs> Number two is uh, an album that I did enjoy back in the day. Um, I enjoyed the second person featured in the particular song we're to play here. Uh, Captain Snail. But uh, More this of a one fan. is Dr. Dre with The Chronic, and this is uh, a G thing. One, two, three, and to the folks. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low death, make us so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays me. Once upon a time, Dr. Dre was just one of those guys from NWA. Should Knight was just a bodyguard and Snoop Dogg wasn't a star. That's their uh, discussion about the evolution of this album. Perfect. Then the chronic dropped and the earth moved on planet hip hop. All right. Uh, are they getting paid a dollar per word? Yeah, they probably do. No, good album, though. Definitely good album. I think it's a really good album. It kind of trails off in the end, but it's, it's a good album. I like this, and obviously love Snoop's uh, right. doggy style as well, but I don't know. I liked rap music at this particular time. It's been kind of a while since I sure. really liked it a lot. You, I mean, back in the day, you were wearing your starter jackets. You know it, man. Wore your caps backwards. My, uh, only uh, LA Raiders gear at the time. And your, your LA gear shoes you wore them untied I, I trade out blue and black that, or blue, yeah, and, uh, sure. blue and red blue depending red, on what yeah. I was going to do true depends who you were affiliated with at the time yeah, exactly you were kind of the ambassador to the it's culture really, and you would come up real nerdy and ask me who was east and west coast right who is who is this like, guy this, this guy really likes rap music I could ask him about it this guy <laughs> I like how in this story you're the super cool rapper and Marcus is the nerdy guy he's the Jim Gaffigan that was his claim. Yeah, exactly. I'm not denying that. That's exactly what it <laughs> what was. What is this? Is this another song off that album? <laughs> yes, it's off the chronic. Keep coming up, funky shit. Was this a cover? Yeah. Can we not make so this about cover band? I take it Tom's to not like this album. It's just. I didn't, the cover listen, one, but. I didn't listen to that kind of stuff back then, so. I will say that high pitch, that. that was I can pretty hear that on the bus, like through yeah. some. Like just sitting in the bus from someone else's headphones all the effing time. Like That's, constantly. Uh, pretty prevalent back in the day yeah. in rap music. Rap music. They don't seem to do that as much now. Yeah. Well, the other one back in the day was when, like, CNC Music Factory and a couple of others would always have that same distinct sound. Like every few seconds. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Anybody have a guess what number one is? The Beatles. They're from the nineties. Oh. Uh. 
probably something. This doesn't even obvious. cover the song. I'm gonna go with my heart and say Stone Temple Pilots. Mark, I. That's all I can think of. Man, that's not all. Okay, I mean, that's the only one I can think Let's of that might Stone be Stone Temple Pilots was big. I don't know why I keep going back to it because it was only one song, but that Space Hog song was so big for <laughs> you know, a I couple was, of years. I was at. Uh, I love. A, I still love that song. This is a cool in story. In the meantime, well, this is a cool story, bro. I was at Freebirds last week, and a guy that the song came on the Freebirds stereo. And the cashier's like, "Man, I fucking love this song. What is this song, bro? <laughs> it's so great!" And he turned to his fellow burrito maker, and the bird's like, "I don't know, man. I'll have to go. I'll have to wait till I get home and look it up." And I was like, "It's Space Hog." In the meantime, it's not that hard. You have Shaz- surely you have Shazam yeah. on your next gen phone. Yes, well, like exactly. how Mark him. It's not that hard. Space Hog. In the meantime, get over it, go. I was listening to it while I was driving down Firewheel Park. My distinct memory of this song, though, was when uh, I was the only one that could drive, and the only the only reason that people were friends with me is because I could drive. <laughs> That's not. And true. Thomas made me Are play the song. Are we still friends on repeat. with you? <laughs> oh my god! At the time, and Thomas put this his tape on repeat of this particular song god, like fifty thousand times. Okay, you can't put a like tape this is on repeat. You remember technology it. wrong. So everyone's guess is Space Hog is the <laughs> no, number one sorry. album of the nineties. No, I was just saying that's for some <laughs> yes. reason that's I can't that's, get that out of my head because it was one. prevalent in the nineties. <laughs> that was like the one song. That's our guess. Hang on, okay, Mark, come on. So uh, STP, is it it's off? not STP. There's no way. Purple. No, not purple. there's no way. <laughs> purple. <sighs> Gosh, Metallica. That's another one that was big in the nineties. Nope. Like. Uh, is it okay? Can you give us a genre to guess from? Alternative rock. <laughs> hey, that narrows it down. Is, any, rap music is anyone doubled in the top? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> yes or no? Is it they tor- could be. Is it Tori Amos? Somebody that's been on here could be on here again. Alternative rock. Thanks. Yes or no? It's possible. Yes. Alanis okay. Morissette. No. Uh, Pearl Jam. Want to just play it? Just go for it. You play. It. How did I not go to Nirvana? <laughs> I guess them earlier, so right. I still think by far their best album. Yeah, I do too. Even though I like Bleach, but next best, like this is still way better. Right, if you don't count the live album, because I, I liked it favorite. all the way through. Yeah, no, I did too. I haven't listened to it all the way through in years. I haven't either. According to Rolling Stone, this album, this is the album that guaranteed the '90s wouldn't suck. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> I well, it, was, it was in the early '90s. It okay. kind of started. Did the, the Stone Temple Pilots make the top ten, uh, top hundred at all? I don't know. I don't oh, know. The whole surely, list. I'm sure they're in there though. Got to. Yeah, Oasis made it. Actually, made Core it. might actually have been '89. I can't remember when that came out. Oh, really? It might have been, it been Whoa. the '80s. Damn, it just blew it, my mind, bro. It might have been. Bra. I do. I have a distinct memory exactly when I saw this video for the first time, and it just Were you masturbating. Yeah, I was. Yes, <laughs> that's why he distinctly remembers it. No, I just you remember catch from mustard barbecue sauce. <laughs> I wasn't that young anymore. I was like, was ninety one. Thought it might be your masturbation loop. Was eight? Was this ninety one? Uh, I thought it was ninety two. Ninety two. But it could be Anyways, wrong. maybe ninety one. I, I mean, I, I remember exactly where I was when I saw because I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, so I had to go to a friend's house to watch it. First time I saw that video, and I was blown away with that. That's the, hilarious with the sound. to me because the first time I started watching MTV on like a regular basis was at your house. That was later, though. <laughs> okay. That was when uh, certain people would fall asleep on the couch, and, and <laughs> we may or may not have flipped it to the porn channels and <laughs> oh man, I was videotapes. Wrong. Core made. came out in '92. Okay, so yeah, it's got to be the top 100. I'm sure it is. Now, now I want to know. 
is Tori Amos. This is the original version of Teen Spirit. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Came out in 91. From September, 1989. September Tori Amos covered this? In 1992. Covered it in 1992 on our album Crucify. That's so weird. So I was right. Did you guess that earlier? Just out of... You actually oh, yeah. searched No, no. I actually guessed. just guessed that. Pow. Tori Amos was pretty... Pretty, uh, a pretty much not a hit maker, but but I was joking around, of course, but but That's turns crazy. out I'm actually right. Know that happened. She's the one who wrote "Smells Like Teen Spirit." <laughs> she didn't write it. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, thanks for bringing us that list, Dustin. Yeah, absolutely, longest thanks, first Dustin. segment ever. Indeed. Let's go on to the second segment, which will be tiny. All right. Let's tell some Dis- stories. Discussion talk next. <laughs> Discussion talk. You're listening to the break room. Your home for all the nerd rage, pop culture, and illegitimate lists you never knew you couldn't live without. Keep your pants on, and we'll be back for another exciting segment soon. And now, a word from Vagabond Saints and VSTL Vestments. Take a moment to look down at the shirt you are wearing. What do you see? Is it the branding from a corporation? Are you a walking billboard to help the other sheep find their way to the same major retailer in order to obtain the exact same shirt? Perhaps you aren't even aware that you might be possibly sporting the shirts that are associated with the ever-rising douchebag movement. Maybe you're just in douchebag denial. Vagabond Saints VSTL Vestments wants to change that. Since 2012, we've been putting out our vestments to help offset the blatant hypocrisies of what people are wearing today. With our vestments, you won't be charged $55 for a t-shirt with a traditional tattoo covering it. You won't ever be assumed to be an MMA fighter, and you won't have to endorse any armour that you wear under your clothes, despite the fact you don't even actually own any of the set armour you wear under your clothes. Our vestments are just t-shirts, hoodies and tank tops without designs on them, nothing more. Let it be known that VSTL vestments won't get you laid, but you can sure as hell get your fuck on while wearing them. Follow us at Vagabond Saints on Twitter and VSTL Vestments on Instagram and check out our latest vestment, The Dead Sexy. And remember, VSTL Vestments, looking pretty, being shitty. This concludes the message from Vagabond Saints. Suck a cheated dick. Cinema's been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15MMP.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. We're back to the break room. Has anyone discovered what was driving him out of the crapper? Chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumbass. No, no kidding. <laughs> so here we are back here on the good time break room, good time hour. Here so we are, assholes. Here Welcome we back. are back here. Here we are back here. I have a question for in you. The tea from, tower. 
uh, back on episode 152, I was trying to listen <laughs> right. to... This is random? Just randomly uh, picked a random episode just to see if we got any better, it, which is it's we very marginal. Yeah. Uh, but you I've told been... the head, and this may be why the head doesn't listen to us anymore, okay. that on the very next episode, you would give a new review... You of. did do that. I remember that. <laughs> of Chinese democracy. Chinese think, democracy. I think both of us decided we were out we on that We weren't going to do it. You but... said, oh, I can do it for you. Is Big that, guy, I think you issued. Is that what it's going to take to bring the head back to the break room? Well, you have to do it and see. Let's, uh, let's tweet him about it later and see okay. if that would help bring right. him back. Because I would be willing to if we got his voice give it back, a review. Yeah. It's worth you guys reviewing gets, that again. His acerbic wit. I don't think I was on the first review, but I'll be every bit as Dave as I can on that one. <laughs> Maybe we can get Dave back just to review Chinese democracy again. Penis erection. <laughs> to listen to half of the other half of the songs he didn't listen to but last time. Listen to half of those songs and half of those. <laughs> uh, I might give it. I haven't yet, but uh, maybe he I'll give it He also accuses listen. Marcus of having thought he liked it, but, <laughs> but has no balls to say so. To say so. <laughs> That's a great voicemail. Marcus kind of liked it, but he didn't have the balls to say it. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That was my story. I'm out. Not a very good story. So, uh, Thomas, why don't you take some so segment? The other day, idea. Dustin we and I were talking. Well, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we should call this uh, segment Do You Remember? It's not too bad. Since, uh, you know, Mark is always asking us if we remember Who's stuff. Puffing down down the track. <laughs> so, Dustin and I were talking last week, I think it was. Ah! I don't know where we were, but it was just me and Dustin. Uh, and we were talking. <laughs> he reminded me of a Excuse story me. that I had literally completely erased from my mind. And it was one of those, oh, I do think I remember that. And then it became clearer after time that the vanilla that penis? actually did happen. No. Yeah. I remember that one very vividly. <laughs> Your penis still a little burned from that? <laughs> Not now. Good Lord. <laughs> Go back and listen to episode 50 if you'd like to hear that one. That's Damn one I actually you. remember. Shut up. Vanilla Man Parts. So of course you remember that one. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Go ahead. So I came up with the idea when I didn't have enough time to do the segment that I thought I did originally. Welcome uh, to the- of just going back and telling the three of us have known each other for 22 years, something 16, like that. A long 18. time. It's more than 18 <laughs> and more than 16. The Boy, time, 24, like that. I guess the time is winding down. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyway, I, I thought we Two probably had some funny stories since we've known each other for so long that have, may or may not, probably may not have made the podcast ways. I like those. You like and funny stories, Mark? This story that it came from uh, was <laughs> we all had this, and we were all the same way. We were accusing Mark of, why was he like that? But I'm pretty sure all of us were the same way. Mark we was were, probably more like when that. When we were 12, 14, or whatever, probably true. What year did we meet? <laughs> let's let's start there, because we, were, we have a long history. In Swallow seventh like grade, it. we all seventh met. Seventh grade, so we, that pretty was sure 12. 90, the beginning of the beginning of 2? 92? 91, 92? Yeah. So we were all 12. So right about the Here's time Nirvana. I do recall when we uh, okay, hey, first hey, hung hey. out. We can throw that out there. Okay, we'll come to that. Uh, write it down so you don't forget it. Okay. Let's make sure we all Hard come to together. But let Let's me tell together. the story that made me think of this segment. Okay, all right, go ahead. So when we were 14, 12 to 14, somewhere around there, mm. and it was longer than that too, the longer that span, but when we, we would go over to each other's house. We had this, for whatever reason, this phobia of anybody putting their butt cheeks on our... <laughs> Uh, on our uh, bathroom, on, <laughs> on our, our toilet, our toilet, on the just on the bathroom, <laughs> it's the most weird thing ever. But we didn't want each other to take deuces at our house, and this continued well why. into our twenties. 
Yeah, you're right. It did. It did. We're it just did. now we allowing each other to shit unnaturally a long time. Right. You would think that one of the four pillars of the breaker. <laughs> I mean, I'm not poop, like semen. I'm not pop culture nerd I'm not rage. Throwing a party if one of you is deucing out in my restroom. But I mean, that's what it's for. If you have to go, you, you have to go. You do break out the confetti though when we're done. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. When you like, walk yay. out, when, once you he check her, he rip towards it. Right. Rip sure. towards it and throws it. He checks not her. Rip it. Rip. Uh, what's his face? <laughs> Rip towards it. Hey, throws a dodgeball in your face. I was going to say Rich Little, but it's not Rich Little either. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Rip. But we just had this phobia of we didn't want anybody to, any of us, guy. any of our closest friends <laughs> taking a deuce at each other's house. Yeah. And Marcus, let me draw a let me draw a uh, word picture Rip for Taylor. you for Marcus's, and balls. <laughs> Marcus's house. So Marcus was on the Rip second Taylor. floor of this house, which seemed amazing to me. It was seemed this, like a penthouse because he was my house? completely yes, completely located away from the rest of the wait, household. Wait, I'm sorry. Cool, First of all, cool. the shittiest, most redneck no, place they, one could ever live outside a mobile home you're calling a penthouse? I'm, I'm gonna, it seemed like it to me that. because while I had a one-story house, it was. Shut I, up, Mr. I'm not going to argue with you that it isn't. It wasn't like... Ima- like nobody, <laughs> nobody lives on Ivanhoe anymore. <laughs> like that's a brag. <laughs> you were they more, might. You were more... Well, I'm... <laughs> I'm saying, jeez, I'm sure, nobody lives I'm sure people still live there. I'm saying none of Dustin's kin or him live there anymore, no. so there's nothing to protect the secret anymore. Nobody lives on Ivanhoe. I wasn't saying that. I was just okay. saying, why am I Mr. Ivanhoe? Because you had the rich man house. <laughs> not you're on really. The, you're on the south side of Abilene. Okay, none of us came Manville. from wealthy means. No, Let's no, get that out of the way. And this house was not by any means a wealthy oh means household, but it had <laughs> a second no. story, and you were the only one that lived sure. on that story. It so have it double seemed, ugly there, though. <laughs> Way cooler than me, who shared like a 900 square foot house with five other human beings. Fair enough. I had a pool table covered with laundry. You school did. Supplies. <laughs> it wasn't always covered with laundry. But <laughs> you anyway, a, you had a to bowl set of the old scene, parts that you fed to the dog. To set the scene for this oh, amazing, God. amazing, not so expensive, not so wealthy house. <laughs> right. To get into Marcus's room, you had to walk through the bathroom. It's like it was made in New York or something. Like they were trying to optimize every inch. It had yeah. actually been made in like the early so 1900s. The it's pretty old. So. Back then, and even now, one of these days I'm going to have major kidney failure. I had this, <laughs> Mark I had that. this like, I've trained my body to not need to pee until it's like, I need to pee for like four minutes straight. <laughs> and it was a, a thing back then. It's unfortunately still a thing now. But like, uh, I remember going in there, and, you know, heading to the restroom, like I need to use the restroom. And you have to like tell the people in the room, don't come in because I'm using <laughs> the, the restroom. Yeah. But I remember going, I'm just going to go pee. I'm just going to go pee. And then I remember going in there and taking a deuce. <laughs> and then walking back in there. You, you remember talking about this? It was like last week or something like that you and I were talking I about, it. about it. I don't know why. Because I completely forgot the story altogether. I don't remember the story. And then either. I remember walking back in the room and you're just staring at me like, you took a shit, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember like, no, no, I didn't take a shit. It smells like you How took a shit in there. Here, like, get the fuck out. And that was just like the <laughs> ultimate offense. I do kind of remember that now, yes. And that, and that attitude, so awesome. that attitude continued into our well, well into our twenties, at least for another decade. Where which this be? Okay. Well, we all had our own places, and like, <laughs> yeah. no, if you're going to take a deuce, you go to your house, <laughs> or you go to Seven Eleven, or Barnes and Noble, or yes, the common joke that came known is Dustin used to live close to Barnes and Noble. So on the way to Dustin's, I would often, if I had to go, I would take a B and N because Barnes and Noble, the B and N had the the best bathroom in the vicinity, so I'd go lounge about at the. Right. Which Actually, is pretty sad. To piggyback the story that you had last week about some guy that's throwing paper towels over and making yeah. a fart noise, I remember people did that to you at the B and N. Also, really, you so told me weird. that somebody threw a wet paper towel over the thing at you. <laughs> Why it's like, do it's like you're a target for paper towels over the stall? 
<laughs> I don't really know why. So if we were talking about taking a B and N, it's it, it all stems out of that. That's what it all stems, it all out, stems of out of not being allowed to shit at someone's house. Yes. You're going to, okay. and we've matured out of that. I mean, I don't prefer for somebody, especially I live right now. I only have one bathroom. I, I don't prefer that. Mark on confessions of a you know wealthy guy. Uh, I find that I can't really let myself go in a public restroom unless someone's throwing paper towels at me. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only way I can unclench. It would be in Confessions of a Wealthy Guy. <laughs> yes. A real estate mogul. My first novel. <laughs> Confessions of a Dallas real estate mogul. So, okay, so I've got two more. Mark owns about 12 uh, pieces of property at this point. So how many, do you have I one? have one story that I can think of, and I may come up with more. I had a hard okay, time thinking of any today, but I'm sure they'll come, of course, when we're not. I have uh, doing this show where it all began and uh, do you have secondary one? Well, story. We should talk about we should talk about where how we became two? friends. I have two of them. So go ne- go ahead and go next. Then Mark. Then I'll go. And then you, we'll we'll just we should talk about that. It. Well, where it all began. This was, is the origin story for yes. the breaker. I'm not even sure. 1991 I know this. or 92. <laughs> now, to be honest, 92. I don't remember when me and Thomas first started hanging out. I think actually, I think I do, but I think it was it was a little bit later. I don't remember because I think you and I were hanging out first. Well, Thomas and I in seventh grade were not fans of each other yeah we did not like each other one bit that really didn't that either i remember you and willard being that way it seemed i remember year, you and i, I were were not big fans of each other at the beginning and then we became that. friends i believe when we all three first hung out was when we went to jurassic park but i could be remembering really the very first jurassic wow. park and we were waiting outside i know at least you you might not have been there but i know at least you and i were there and we were of course waiting on your mom who was always Two and a half hours late, late everywhere. Every fucking way. <laughs> she used to come pick us up after school, and it would be we would be out there for like an hour yeah. some days. Like, which is how, on. which is how I got to know Dustin's wife Elena and this other guy Willie. Because the three of us All would be out there always every motherfucking day. Yeah. We would be out there the last kids to get picked up from school <laughs> in high school because we couldn't drive yet. Yeah. And consistently, our mothers would be one to two hours late after school. <laughs> school ended at the same time every fucking day. And they would be late. It's ridiculous. But anyway. to apologize, she'd swing you by the Whataburger. Yes, she would. <laughs> so would your mother. But, that, uh, apparently, we just lived on Whataburger. <laughs> that Little Caesars pizza with one anchovy. But what I recall That's another was, story. Yeah. What I recall, it was in seventh grade. Um, I was friends with a guy named Josh Marcel. Yes. From sixth wow. grade. As was I. And... And that is this a real is the name. longest show ever. Uh, but oh, anyway. We need to bleep that out. Do we? Nah, I'm kidding. I was going to say, who cares? He probably lives on Ivanhoe anyway. <laughs> he might. <laughs> Trust Marcel on Ivanhoe. Go find him. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, I knew him, and you were friends with him. Mm-hmm. And in my way, that I was even worse back then than I am now, I, yes. I made constant fun of you. Pretty right. much the same. This started then, at, the, uh, at the backstop at Lincoln Middle School. It did. The First day, very distinct. And then out of the blue, I invited you to my birthday party. And, Which, you, and you came for some reason. I did, and I thought, not being someone who grew up with the type of family that if they like you, they razz you, yeah, and they make fun of you, which is what Dustin did with Randy. Randy was always someone, your, your right. stepdad, was someone that... He wasn't calling you double ugly all the time back in the day? <laughs> well, see, I had, just cut, I had just come into that situation, and I was yeah. not used to that, and I didn't like it because the person that my stepfather was yeah dustin had grown up with yes dustin had grown (laughs) up with someone that that meant it in a loving way sure so i hated that well my my stepfather and father both yes your father too that's true that's true i was surrounded by that uh yeah and so i was not used to that that i didn't and uncle porn (laughs) yeah Uncle Porn. uh i was not used to that and so i actually i took offense of course because someone who had sure hit it i i was always the fat kid i was always the nerd i was a giant you know triple thick glasses never had the best fashion so i was always made fun of and so i I hang out with marcel who is 
we were great friends and uh then comes along this kid with his <laughs> Mo Howard haircut at the backstop More of Lincoln like Middle School. It was, a t- it was a giant wave. No, Jay Leno wasn't until later. No, okay. Was, I don't I'm pretty remember. sure that was later in seventh grade. I don't remember grade. seventh grade hair, but... I have a picture God, somewhere. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> at any rate, his Mo Howard haircut, and he's making fun of me, and I think, of course, that he's a boy, and that he's making fun of me. Sure. And, of I'm course, he's making sure fun of me. your first assessment was wrong. Well, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> so, at some point, I guess it was in April or May of... The fall of that same year, you invited me to your birthday party. Yep. And I didn't know whether to go or not. I went because I wanted to be liked as a kid. I wanted to be, I wanted to fit in. And this was the only chance I had because I wasn't getting invited to any other parties at the time. I didn't have a lot of friends. He's not telling any stories because his stories for your stories (laughs) and my stories are longer than either of our stories. Anyways, I'm just, I'm explaining my side of things. I'm explaining my side of things. And so I went. Not knowing what to expect, I expected that it was going to turn out like some st- stereotypical Revenge of the Nerds movie where the nerd gets beat up and, you Bad. know, gets a, gets a wedge. You went expecting you know to get beat up? I did, but I was like, maybe there's a chance that I can somehow fit in. So you're saying there's a chance. And I was still pretty much a dipshit and a giant nerd and a fat kid. <laughs> Anyways, continue, We're all Dustin. dipshits. Well, that's, that was pretty much the story. There wasn't a whole lot else to that. I just remember <laughs> that. Oh. And that you ended up coming, and I knew that you had <laughs> hey. some... You had some yeah, concern about about going, God. but uh, obviously no one no one beat you up there. And no, I mean we ended up uh, we had some water guns. I remember we we threw a football around. We fired some water guns at each other. Yeah. One guy uh, <laughs> probably had some pizza or something. Dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, dis- Klosinski. Dislocated Klosinski's shoulder. <laughs> yeah, we had yeah. to pop it back into place for him. Yep. I do uh, we watched some Skinamax. Remember that? Of course, that was all, uh, that, that was, was standard. Classic. I remember. I remember you showed us your you had a videotape of Skinamax, <laughs> and we wanted in to keep watching box. in a lockbox. You took the key and you threw it in your closet, so where nobody could get to it. I'm like, bastard. I was done with the Cinemax, so I went ahead and... Uh, no, I threw the key in the parents' bedroom, That's so nobody would go get yes. I guess you had too much of a boner to... Yeah, exactly. Is awesome. Yes. So, that's pretty much that story. So, when... Uh, continue with the Thomas, how did that connection happen? So, you said... Was that that? Remember I don't really remember. I was just... I do remember that we all went to see Jurassic Park, okay. or at least you and I did. I thought Thomas was there, too. I don't remember. Maybe so. I, I don't... Because I think we went no. there, and then we went to CC's after that, and then we used to we walk in forever for your parents. There was a 100-yard field or so, and every time after watching a movie, we'd walk to, to CC's. That sounds like a normal yeah. <laughs> normal afternoon yeah. in Abilene, so... <laughs> Grab a 299 buffet I could be pizza. mixing up a lot of things. Yeah. I don't know, but... No, but CC's what? The 299 buffet was pretty consistent. We go there oh, yeah. and get a plate, like a giant... I don't know, like a jack lantern so- worth of pizza and, yeah. and scarf it down. Sure. Keep the crust as proof of how many you ate. And, Absolutely. And then one, yes, we do the count. And then once in a while, we go to Toys R Us or Target and hang out for a while until my mom, <laughs> three hours later, would show up and pick us up. <laughs> yep. Because those happen to be close. Yeah. Otherwise, we would have gone to Walmart. I do. I mean, the thing that was close. <laughs> Thomas and I, and we both played trombone starting in seventh grade at, at Lincoln Middle School, playing band. And I remember that for whatever reason, there was the first chair test, or uh, maybe it was a little bit later. But I remember you were first I chair and I was second chair. Cool. Yes, and that you was not... the very first chair test. Okay. I I did not like you immediately. Yeah, but I don't think that dragged on. As no, long it didn't as drag on. It's just at, so yes. At the very You're beginning, a dick. At the very beginning, I we told were the kind story of your wedding. <laughs> I yes, but not everybody else was at the wedding. So oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, saying we were, it seems like you were forgetting it. No, no. I'm saying so we were a little antagonistic. We had our first chair test. Yeah. And I got first chair, which is the first inclination I had that I might actually be good at this. Right. You were sick. Pop out. Pop out. And so you came in the next day. And he, you had to do it by yourself, which, of course, at first I was like, man, that really sucks. Like, it sucks to do chair tests and be on in front of everybody anyway. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stand up in front of everybody, but everybody's looking at you. Right. Uh, but right. at least Most we're going down the line, and everybody's having to do it. Yeah. 
And you oh, yeah. you came in the next day by yourself and had to do it. Oh. Yeah. And you got second chair. And I remember thinking, I got to sit next to that guy? <laughs> that guy? That was my that first. Guy? Was it that guy? Thought that I can remember guy? about Marcus. It was it was a love hate thing at first. It was like much like uh, Diane and and Sam on Cheers. Much about well, it was about competition. I'm sure. It was like uh, Bruce Willis and Civil Shepherd on uh, Moonlighting. Yes, you guys were kind of there like you go. There you go. <laughs> Same. Yes, and we ended up having a lot of sex later. Yeah, I mean that's true. Had yeah. as twelve year olds. <laughs> hey, I had a bonus. We were both underage. Right. Exactly. It was, it was legal. Fun. All right, you had a I think band related story. Well, yeah, I mean another story that, that often comes up. Uh, often. Yeah. It seems like it comes up. I don't up. feel like it comes up that often. I feel like it seems least, like it's come up a lot lately yeah, for some reason. Uh, okay. Especially since somebody in the store. Well, I won't Break go room that. Break room die. What? So, playing trombone, I guess this was probably eighth grade or was this ninth grade? It was, no, it was either seventh or eighth. Seventh mm-hmm. or eighth. At any rate. We were still in middle school. The, the trombones were up. We were at the very back of the room. The, the highest band, riser. The band arrangement. They had a riser that all the trombones would sit on. There were nine or ten of us. A Paul Riser. A Paul We're all in the back of Paul Riser. <laughs> and this Riser. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, funny image. <laughs> it's a funny image. How, even if we were, you know, skinny 12 year old lads, <laughs> 10 of us on his back. <laughs> on a Paul, Paul Riser's a trying on to Paul Riser. Seems, seems a bit much. He's a strong guy. Anyway. So, at any rate, uh, Paul Riser. At that time, mad about you days. I was not first or second chair. I was like sixth or seventh at the time, and so Thomas is one end. I'm at the other, and which is how much much of it played out. For the rest <laughs> Shut of the our... fuck up! Wow. I challenge you to a bone off right now, God. and I'm not talking. Neither about trombone. of us have a trombone. Actually, okay. I do own one. <laughs> oh, okay, I do have a trombone. Uh, but at any rate, at the end of that, at the end of that side, <laughs> on on this riser, there was just basically a giant table that you. You could put your chair on. So Thomas was kind of on the head of Paul Riser. You were yeah, kind of on his asshole. I was on the asshole of Paul Riser. <laughs> <laughs> and pull that. <laughs> Anyways, behind most of the chairs, there was a, a wedge of a bar. That could be useful. <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> depending on your, your size, and you're like, you might need to scoot back or scoot forward to get closer or farther away to, you know, appropriately maneuver your instrument, sure. so to speak, <laughs> as it were. And and with a trombone, you always have to worry about being back far enough. You're sure. not going to hit a trumpet that's exactly. on the riser in front of you exactly. in the back of the head. Or So they were in a lower riser. Well, anyways. Paul I, Riser's younger brother was in front. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just going to play that out the whole story. Why not? It makes for a full image. If they, they were on the yeah, Helen Hunt. The young Hunt. riser, the Paul riser. They were on the Helen Hunt riser. <laughs> exactly. That makes uh, absolutely no sense. Man. Of course it does. They're mad about you. <laughs> Helen Hunt was on with you Paul think Reiser. They'd have Jesus. enough going on at that point in their <laughs> they careers have to have that they wouldn't need to sit on them. in Abilene, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so anyways, most of the chairs had Don't a small bar behind them. So if you backed up, you would feel the impact of this bar, and you would not. Oh yeah, scoot back any farther. Wait a minute. Ah! Were they, what? I don't there was a that. there was a bar behind all the chairs that you would scoot back and you would it would keep you from tipping over the edge. I don't remember that. Oh, like a little on little, on the little ridge. The, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. A little ruffles ridge there on the edge. Well, myself and this other guy named Stetson didn't have that behind ours for some reason, <laughs> and uh, there were nine of us, I think, on that riser at one at one time. Nine or ten. Nine or ten, and I was let's say chair ten. Because I do remember being on the very edge of that riser. Yep. And I kept scooting back because I need more room because the the douche trumpet in front of me. Uh, well, let's just call him Randy, for lack of a better name. Okay, he was uh, not in our, ele- our middle school. <laughs> okay, we'll call him Justin, for lack of a better sure. term. Sure. 
Call him random guy. Anyways, I was cool. about to Randy. keep hitting him. And so I kept scooting. Was he the guy that showed up with uh, makeup all over his zit forehead? Justin? Yeah. Probably, yes. Was it Ward? Probably, yes. Oh, he, we did go to middle school with him. Yeah. Yes, we did. Okay, so it could have been him. Anyway, go Let's ahead. Let's just go and blame it on him. Anyways, I kept <laughs> scooting issuing back. Issuing everybody's full names. Jeez. <laughs> no one's going to know. I kept scooting back. They already know to find uh, Josh on, Mar- on, on Marcel. Josh Marcel on Ivanhoe. <laughs> on Marcel.com. We're on practically I- giving away everyone. On Ivanhoe.com. Uh, I kept scooting back, and of course, we don't have that bar behind us. And so at some point, I start to he tip backwards, and I'm, far. I'm about to fall off the riser. Well, next to my left at chair nine is a, is a man oh, named okay. Stetson. Ah! Man. I say a kid named Stetson. He weighs. He was a bean pole. Yes, dripping wet. He probably weighed all of 75 pounds at the time. He was real thin. You know, just I I like those. not the most stout of individuals. No. And so I immediately, my defensive maneuver, grabbed onto the back of his chair to attempt myself <laughs> to, to keep upright on the riser. Well, when that happened, of course, my large weight uh, offset his extremely tiny weight, and we both flew off the back of the riser. Pulled someone else with him. With the trombones. Off the riser. With the trombones, pulled those both off the riser, and we hit the ground. And, of course, our, our director at the time, Paul Walker... His first question was, is your trombone all right? Not the guy from Fast and Furious. Not the a guy totally from, different no. guy. No, it actually wasn't. The first Paul Walker we were aware of. Yes. This is Paul Walker, the Ninja Turtle. Yes. Oh, that's another Paul. Never mind. <laughs> so, that was one of my more that was public moments one. of middle school. That was or? a fun one. Unfortunately, like sitting those. adjacent to you, down several people, I didn't get to see the full thing unfold, right. but the aftermath was funny. Oh, I'm sure I kind it was. Of and we, were, it we were glad that you were okay, obviously. But yeah, but we were glad you fell, too. <laughs> but I'm also glad my, my trombone was not damaged anyway, because that is... Because ex- we wouldn't have a story today. It's also a very expensive restaurant, shit, uh, yes. restaurant instrument to replace, or to fix. It's an expensive or restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> All right, so I got another good one. So I think Ow. this was about our junior year. Okay. We were just obsessed with doing really stupid things like this. <laughs> uh, we were... The three of us were at Dustin's house. And uh, one of our other friends, uh, Evan Christian, you may have heard of him sure. before if you Famous listen to the show. Sure. Uh, Famous in the Austin area. Came over <laughs> to the house. He got there and we were like, let's hide and we'll jump out at him. <laughs> Famous for having a master and track so, of more than words. So Dustin answers the door. Evan walks in. Marcus and I are hidden in. He's in the bathroom alcove and I'm hidden in the dark room alcove. <laughs> and as Evan, as Dustin walks by... Then Evan walks by, and we both jump out at him to scare him. And he has like a full Coke in his hand. <laughs> a full Taco Bell soda. literally throws it right on Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> and while I can't release my name, my last name. Why don't the, you throw it on Tank? The, the, <laughs> the tank? lasting quote that came from that is immediately upon receiving the splash of the Coke all over him. Why did you throw on Lopez? Lopez? <laughs> yeah. Mark screams that, and we're all dying laughing because it was like, what the hell? He threw it at the first person he saw. Exactly. It's not like he went, oh, I'm going to throw it on was Mark. That the, was that the same time we put the impression in your wall? Was no, that, the, that was a different no, time. No, that was okay. a different time. We uh, I, might, I think that was another time. I tried, roughhousing in Yeah, I think I tried to tackle Dustin. And you threw me up against the wall. I was coming out of the bathroom, and for some reason, that's another thing we used to do. We would jump on the person. I'm telling you, we used to do that in that little corridor right (laughs) there. It's actually kind of a surprise that that's the only thing that ever happened that damaged the wall. Yeah, but yeah, I tried to tried to tackle Dustin coming out of the bathroom. That wall and it totally blew out the drywall. It's also kind of a miracle we've never had an accident because at some point it was the thing to do for the guy that's driving to like 
manhandle him in the breast just like really hard and really fast to scare the shit out of him. Not only that, but turn on his emergency lights and, and his wipers. And his wipers. And his wipers and his <laughs> that went well into our 20s. And maybe pull his, his emergency brake. Yeah. The best thing that ever happened was putting hazard lights in the middle between the driver and the passenger. That started with my my 92 Corolla. Corolla, yes. the alien head car? With the alien head on it, yeah. And, and, and it would just be this constant stream of I'd turn on the hazards and then as he goes to turn off the hazards, I'd turn on the wipers. <laughs> and as he goes to turn off that, turn the wipers. Hazards back on. Am I grab a nipple in between there? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's just the what we became. Fa- what I do still. What we all do still. While well, Dustin never does it, but just the classic overreaction yeah. that everybody's fishing for in those moments. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Mark was really upset when the coke found him in the overreaction <laughs> moment. Well, Dustin back in the day. Used to when we would used to all stay the night at his house. <laughs> Classic water oh, story. Wait, wait, wait. Don't 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 tell that one yet. That's my big one. Oh, okay. Don't all tell right. it yet. I'll tell it. Well, the second story I had was <clears throat> me and Mark were hanging out at uh, the house, the Ivanhoe house, as uh, we often did. And With there Josh was Marcel. a uh, now. Uh, well, Marcel was not really. <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, in the proximity was a Mr. G's and a. And a Videoville, oh, which is Mr. a anti-pal. So much. Why is uh, Videoville an anti-pal? <laughs> but anyway. Mr. G. Because it doesn't exist place. anymore? Yes, true. So we used to like to rent the Videotape or yeah, the sure. NES game back right. in the day. Or Sega game. Is Gosh, the dude. I even remember renting the NES system before I had one. Like, oh, it's 10 bucks for like five days. <laughs> I'm all over that. So anyway, we would often walk over there because from the Ivanhoe house there, it was not very far. And uh, one of these times we walked over there, uh, we were walking back, and there was an apartment complex that was in between the Videoville and our house. Yeah. So we were walking around the outside of it, and it was fenced in and everything. So these two guys, it was either one or two guys, were in this, uh, I don't know, some beat-up laser or some shit back in the day. I think it was a Volkswagen. I don't know, some shit. Like a bug. But anyway, as we were walking by, they decided to pull up to the side of the fence honk and flash their lights and one of them got out and started yelling all kinds of shit yeah. at us like he wanted to like beat our ass randomly for some reason and then he like hightailed his ass out of the out of the parking lot yeah <laughs> so we didn't know where he went right so we being scared little middle schoolers whatever the <laughs> fuck we were hightailed it back to the house got my grandfather's world war one sword and scabbard and the scabbard is a solid metal scabbard wow. yeah, yeah. and we went back looking for the guy to start some shit <laughs> with the sword in our hand just one sword one but somebody had the sword somebody had the scabbard they were gonna somebody was gonna stab oh, him, the other one was gonna beat the I shit out know of him who had the scabbard you think if it was yours you're gonna give mark the sword i gave mark the scabbard yes yes look you can beat some it's ass with scabbard it's a, pure, sure. it's a big chunk of metal. metal yeah, yeah exactly. i'm not arguing but you're like one of us had this and one of okay like, well okay i had the sword i'll admit it he had the stabby end yes <laughs> but anyway needless to say we never found the guy no. god what's wrong with but, you uh, 12 we, year old selves we were very angry at the fact that he was yelling things at us and we were ready to stab and beat his ass apparently god. i don't know what we would have done if we'd found him we may uh. be in prison you might have been here in the prison <laughs> cast i don't know but uh anyway we never found the guy and i just always find that to be a amusing yeah. thing that we got so mad about some guy flashing lights and yelling something at us that we're gonna stab him we're going to World War murder sword. him and go to jail <laughs> to be fair he was an asshole he was we, we didn't need to stab him to beat him of death sure <laughs> maybe it's just a slight stabbing yeah maybe a just puncture the scan and like just a, a slight beating across yes, the head sure casual whipping of the shoulders see did you come there. across as an asshole in this story no no you did not you're right i was okay. afraid there you go I was afraid. I never know which story you're going to tell about me, so. 
we're all assholes, different version, different ver- stories and different times. True. We're all there. As we go around the break room campfire, do you have another story, Mark, as we rotate back? Well, Thomas took my story, said it was his grand finale. So it is. I was trying to think of one. You don't have to come up with one. And the segment has been plenty long. You don't, we don't have, have to one keep that's going. Fine. Well, the space hog thing really was that I was an asshole for a long time in high school, and for a while I was the, the only space like, hog thing. Yeah, you, we talked I'm about space really hog for a segment. Yeah, I was really and that lost reminded there you too. of being that, an asshole I, in no, high school. This is kind of an, a whole period of, of time in that, like, I was a real asshole in high school for a long time because I was, I had a lot of family bad family I shit like going those. on. I was really depressed, and I took it out on my friends. Unfortunately, you know, I I often some days I'll be perfectly fine. and you know, I, I, <sighs> I would like to think an okay person. Some days, or in some moments, I would just completely snap. Some days you would lap it up. I would lap it up. I would, yeah, withdraw to myself. I was sometimes I was, I was but that probably asshole. wasn't a bad thing. No, and I, I would, I, I yeah, I eventually got to where I was turning everything inward instead of expressing Fanny it outward. Pack wearing mofo, exactly. <laughs> but I do <laughs> That's remember what we used to call you. I do remember. I mean, there was there was a period where I was like the only one that could drive, and except for maybe Dustin. Dustin could. I drove but, before you. Yeah. But Reed and Thomas couldn't drive. Reed was an, uh, was a, another friend in the group, and Which you'll, you'll hear about in a little bit. Reed They're, Tank Engine, yes, Reed Tank Engine, and another girlfriend's could drive. Related to me, so I do remember. It's like Basically. I was such. I, I do remember I was a dickhead, and I know that now. But at the time, it was like, as they've admitted, and why are you being a? Dickhead? I don't place any blame now, but like I was only invited out because I could drive, and so I remember one okay. of the. Not it was one instance. Okay, it wasn't like that happened all the time. All right, not, that's true. That's true. And, and a stupid thing that. my mom said when she thought that that was the only reason I was friends with you, but yeah. it was just one fucking time. Well, okay. And I would not invite you out because you could drive because I could drive before you. I, right. I like and how I'm, you lead this up to be your dickhead, but you're going to tell a story where I am the dickhead. No, no, it's not what I mean to say. It's not, that's not no, what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying I wasn't the dickhead. Oh, I was yeah. definitely the dickhead, the dickhead here. No, no. But it's just Why funny you, you went on about how dickhead you no, were. No, I just remember. And you're going to tell a story where I am clearly the dickhead. That's not what I meant to do. Okay. Well, but, me and Thomas were both more dickheads than you were back in the day, especially sure. to you. Yeah, we but used I, to make really bad fun of you sometimes and that kind of that stuff. That was mostly was, when we were in middle school. Right, but it was still back in the day. Yeah, but I was also in that. Yeah, I mean, it kind of went... You didn't deserve us to do that. I was not really no. as ready to respond in kind at the time. Sure. I was just more angry, and so I would be a real asshole, not a... Trying to make fun of you in a fun way, asshole, at the same time. Well, we weren't being fun at that time, but later well, on we were fun. Okay. Well, <laughs> depends anyways. on who the, bro- who the butt was at that point. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Anyway, go ahead and tell your story. No, I was just saying, I, I always associate that with, in the meantime, with from Space Hog. Oh. Who was well, the go ahead, go ahead. and tell that story. It's a good story. I mean, oh, well, I, I, I'm maybe being a dickhead. Uh, I do remember that one time. It was, uh, we were going out to some. We went I don't remember the name see... of the town. Some dance. It was like a, like a barn dance, for okay. lack of a term. Because it was you're it confusing was. two stories. Am we I? did do that, but if you're going to talk about the one where I was a dickhead, we I went remember... out to watch a movie that night. Oh, okay, I remember the one where I was driving Reed's Bronco. We went to some place where there was a lot of country dancing, and I was driving. Sure. I was driving the Bronco. But that's not the night that... If you're leading up to the question of you asking me flat out and me okay. responding, I'm thinking that maybe, was a movie. Okay, maybe there's two stories in. I don't... There's no... No, there's just the one. If you went with us that time and you drove... It was it, the only time we actually invited you just because you could drive after nine o'clock, which because yeah. he had a hardship at the time and couldn't yeah. drive like after nine or something like that. That was that one time. Okay. Being a dick. What movie? Go ahead and tell that? the story. I don't. No, I don't, I don't really remember it in that in detail. I just remember the. There's not that much detail. Anything. We went and watched a movie with me and Reed's girlfriend at the time. I'm driving drove, down Firewheel Parkway, and we did what? Young, I think we were. Ju- I think that was junior year. It might have been yeah. sophomore year. We did what? 
did a little of this. Kids do at the movie theater and make out the whole time sure. while you're sitting there watching the movie. In the <laughs> like, review. Yeah. Or, yeah, just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and on the way home, I love how I'm telling the story of me being a dickhead, but <laughs> on the way home, you just, in front of all of us, just go, Thomas, like, yeah? Is the only reason you invited me because I can drive the car after <laughs> 9 o'clock? And I just was like, yeah. <laughs> so bad. And that was the end of it. Yeah, I felt like a dickhead. I was being a dickhead, but... That was a common thing to do back then, though, to drive and go make out. I remember even... Not for for me. Doing that with... uh, Going with uh, my buddy Tad at the time, and him and his girlfriend, and me and Elena would go and go parking occasionally. Like, so funny. stay on that side, we stay on this side of the uh, LeBaron, or whatever the fuck he drove. (laughs) Well, you have a different... uh, you have a different high school experience than me, but I mean, making out is like, yeah. that's all it was for me back then. Sure. Like, it just literally making that's out. That's right. I didn't even have that. And rubbins and that kind of thing. <laughs> rubbins. And that was it. I don't know who coined that phrase back in the day. Uh, oh, but I'm sure it was me or Dustin. I'm sure. Maybe. I don't know. I just remember talking about I'm it. Sure. That was, rubbins being the uh, dry humping. Yeah. The over the exactly clothes. Over for the those who clothes. don't understand the term, it's over the clothes, dry humping. Yeah, because it doesn't necessarily rubbins. make any sense just saying rubbins. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is what That's it is. That's what somebody in our group dubbed it. <laughs> so I do have one more story, and then we can dub, finish dub, up with Thomas's like dub, dub, uh, dub. last Longest story here. Ever. Um, earlier, I referenced the one anchovy. So when we were in seventh grade, one I anchovy. do remember... I used to stay because I had... Anchovies on one piece. Anchovies on one piece, yes. Uh, one of the things about my childhood, which... That was almost going to be my best man story, but no one was something else. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, when I was a kid, I thought I'd been sorry. I had a really, really shitty teenage experience. A really shitty childhood in general. And I used to stay almost every weekend at mostly Dustin's and occasionally Thomas's. Thomas had obviously had a full household like, with 50 brothers. Mine was a common thing. Yeah. Yeah, Dustin house. was an only child, yeah, so yeah. it was a lot more was fun feasible. for us to go yes. over there it more than it was to go to my house. Right where, after high school, me and Thomas were pretty much living oh my God. Living right. a couple. We, <laughs> <laughs> there was even a couple of uh, <laughs> couple of incidents in the middle of the night, too, hey, actually. That's for all fair. I was being groped in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, and he didn't, he didn't dislike it, so... <laughs> well, I need to follow us up with... Anyways, uh, <laughs> this shit could go on forever. We yeah, got to draw a line. At we have a lot point. of stories. I'm sure we could have a part two of this show. Absolutely, at some point. we'll do it again sometime. But uh, remember part two later on. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I spent a lot of weekends at, at Dustin's house. His family was uh, his mom and his dad were very kind to always never like never bitch about me coming over. For they were kind <laughs> to always never. Well, they were they, okay. <laughs> They never bitched about me coming over. They yes. always they always fed me. They never complained to my parents. They never complained about me. And I always tried. tried to stay out of the way. They never asked you for rent. They never, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was always thankful to be out of a house that was not abusive. And one time, I mean, his mom used to usually buy us one of two meals. It was either Whataburger or it was pizza. Yeah. So that was a common thing with our mothers for it some was, reason. It was, Whataburger. I, I mean, Whataburger is delicious. Easy. Yeah, true. Well, wow, I just easy. thought of the other Whataburger story. Oh my god, we'll save it. <laughs> we'll save, save it that for next part time. two. We'll save uh, that for part two. Do yeah. you remember all Whataburger stories? <laughs> I have one so. from my stepbrother from that as well. <laughs> Walking to Whataburger in the middle of the night. But okay, anyway, finish this story. And Potosi. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. Uh, Man, I had no idea. I, I like when you said in the last segment that this was going to be a short segment. <laughs> well, we're anyways. going to pack wearing mofo. So I do remember uh, 
I don't, do you remember what year this was? Was it eighth grade or ninth grade? I, what, what what was the anchovy story? Oh, no, it was probably eighth grade. Okay, let's oh, say it was. Gosh. I just thought of a Whataburger story. There you go. We actually could do a whole Whataburger statement. <laughs> Whataburger, the Same. fabric of our lives. The near, anyway. the near fight story. Which, yes, yeah, that's okay. what I thought. That's, that's what, what I was thinking of. <laughs> okay. okay. So Whataburger, if those you don't know, is a is a fantastic fast food place here in the it's south. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's great. The, uh, people called Whataburger so much yeah. they had to start making commercials where they spell. But it's not what a burger. Yes, what a burger. So, anyways, uh, we it was eighth grade. Dustin and I were feeling crazy. I know we're real experimental as teens here, but we're feeling real crazy one morning. We both never had anchovies before on pizza. We we'd always wondered because they talked about Ninja Turtles and things like that. And I remember we're like, okay, well, let's. I'd like to try anchovies just to see what it's like. You guys are the hardcore rap aficionados. Pretty much. Yes, we well, were. They had it on Ninja Turtles, well, so Ninja Turtles. we had to check it out. I don't think rappers talk about anchovies, do they? <laughs> no, I'm talking no, about I'm just saying, you're really into the rap scene, but <laughs> i got to try that, because it's on Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Ninja so, Turtles and rap, the two best things from the right. 90s. <laughs> go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Okay. Uh, so anyways, we wanted to try it, and uh, but we also knew that we didn't want to contaminate our entire breakfast. Or lunch, whatever it was the case lunch. may be. Oh my god, I was about breakfast. to say, you had it for breakfast? It was either lunch or dinner. It's not outside the realm of possibility. Pizza is not outside the realm of ability. Uh, uh, whoa. Outside the realm of possibility <laughs> for breakfast. White Walker. Anchovy pizza is tournament to a white water. So it's not good at we all. We didn't know. We didn't know. And this was at the time when Domino's, I don't know if they're still doing this, but Domino's or, was making the pizza and the, the square cuts. And so what we... <laughs> Fuck well, you! When we called Domino's, we asked when we ordered the pizza. Said we would like anchovies, but we only want anchovies on one piece. They don't do that. They don't. <laughs> As we found out. As we found out. So they put it on the whole pizza. They say "fuck you, teenage bastards" for yes. calling and asking it for on one piece. We're one take piece. your parents' money and just spread it to the entire pizza. Exactly. It's so ridiculous because they absolutely could do that if they sure wanted they could. to. Sure. Just throw a couple on one little slice. They I mean, yeah. do it. before they slice, and it, they just spread throw it on a little piece over the entire yeah. thing, and it it infected every surface, <laughs> every piece of crust, every I'll little inch of the cheese. It's fish, yeah. dude. That's I know how fish rolls, but it was the worst. It was one among the worst things I have ever tasted, it, even it to this point nasty. in my life. It, it was pretty horrible, actually. It's it like was the pretty horrible. Feature ever. <laughs> really, that story is not as amusing to everybody else. It probably isn't. <laughs> Well, the funny part was that we thought it was contained to one piece. And it wasn't. And you continued to eat it, and I continued to eat it. Despite the fact... You th- you still thought it was only? Well, yes, we still we thought, thought it. was on one, so we tried other pieces from the other side, and you grab one, like, oh, shit, it's on there. Yeah. Um, I think I gave it up pretty early. I think Mark was pretty much wanting some pizza, so yeah, he tried a couple. Yeah, I was fucking hungry. I was a fat kid. But I remember he would eat one, and he would go... And his like mouth would, like, explode, and he would run out of the room and, and spit it out immediately. So that that was the funny part yeah. to me was the facial expression. If only we had video of some of these things. <laughs> what does that say? Did you go out to eat <laughs> or audio? I'd so I'd, right. I'd, I'd I'd go with audio. So let's go for the grand finale. With so the grand finale. finale. With, is this a comment? Do you remember this? So I'll start with the pre-story. So one night we're the over at Dustin's house. You want to pre-tell uh, the story? In junior year, I want to say. No, no. Maybe it happened junior. It was no, it wasn't earlier than that oh, because okay. it was around the wrong. It, there was about a month between these two. It was things. after your parents had divorced. It was right? in yeah. It was in our senior year. Right? Wait, wait. Whoa, sorry. But uh, <clears throat> we were hanging out at Dustin's. We did this thing. I don't even remember if we we called it something. But when we turned out the Just lights the to go A-hole. to sleep, we would talk about several specific <laughs> topics. We, did, we, we had a topic that? wheel. We had a topic wheel. Yes, <laughs> we had a topic we wheel. We called it something, man. Yeah, we, we probably did. We call it something. We were. 
total nerds. Oh yeah. But one, anyway, the consistent topic being weather. Yeah. One of the, well, that one was of, one of the ones on the wheel. Fascinating pre-sleep conversation. <laughs> but we always came back to weather. Anyway, so one night we're doing this, and I'm I'm say, Dustin has a bunk bed at this point. Yeah. And I think Marcus is on the floor. Oh wait, he not only had a bunk bed, he had a bunk bed with the bottom that converted to a futon. Oh, there you he go. was Absolutely. Captain Fancy Pants Ivanhoe. Okay. So we could actually sit on a couch and right. we're hanging out. Yeah, he had a TV so I think Marcus room. is on the floor. So we're having our conversation as we're all getting Not ready to go to sleep. Fuck you. Uh, <clears throat> as we're all... Why are you being a dickhead? Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> and in the middle of the service. conversation, out of nowhere, seemingly, because it's completely dark in there, it arose with semen. <laughs> comes a, like, daisy cup, like those little Micro penis, full of water onto me laying on the top bunk. And I hit lost it, lost the it. fucking fan. <laughs> like, I was so pissed. And Marcus was like, it's okay. Dustin did it to me. Now I did it to you. Now you can do it to somebody else. And I would have not, like, I was like, I don't give a shit what I did to you. Why did you fucking throw that shit off? I mean, I was assholes. so fucking upset. My favorite part of that that I recall was Thomas repeatedly saying, dude, give me a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. He did get me a towel at some point, I'm pretty sure, but I was You're so mad. It was, it was, was get a towel. I didn't kill you. give a shit about it happened to you before. It's this thing we're doing, you know? We're hazing you. <laughs> Dustin did it to me. And, and of course, I'm like, of course, Dustin did it to you. I don't give a fuck. Oh my God. I was so pissed. So, about Fucking a month dumbass. later. The three of us plus Reed, the aforementioned Reed, are hanging right. out at. Reed Tank Engine. Hanging out at my, me and my dad's place. Me and my dad had an apartment at that point. He had the single After dad my apartment. parents had divorced, yeah. Where Thomas uh, turned on the light and the uh, thing fell off, the fixture <laughs> fell on his head. <laughs> Can we stick to one story? Good God. Go ahead. <laughs> Marcus also, like, fully flattened himself in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <there. laughs> One of my that was probably one of my second favorite things to ever happen in that apartment where Mar, where um, I, Marcus is in the shower oh. and you hear just like that like that horrible sound of someone's foot scraping against and then bam and I remember just walking over there like dude are you okay and he's like yeah like it totally fell in the middle of the shower anyway to get back to the story we're in that apartment. Dustin and I, don't ask me why I remember this, I are playing close to the romance, of, his pants story. romance of the Three Kingdoms on Super Nintendo. It wasn't Seven Kingdoms? In the though? living room. Uh, I thought it was Seven no, Kingdoms. It was Three Kingdoms. Was it was Three Kingdoms, right. yeah. Romance of the Three Kingdoms, a strategy game that Marcus never got into and proved it by passing out, sitting, a, sitting straight up in a recliner. In a recliner. Right. <clears throat> he was dead asleep. And Reed thinks of, says, hey, Thomas, do you want me to get him back for the water thing? And I was like, yeah, sure, I don't care. Go ahead and get him back. <laughs> Thinking that Reed has heard the story all the way through about, you know, the daisy cup yeah. full of water that was put on me. Reed fills up like a giant plastic cup of water <laughs> and walks up to Marcus and I turn it's like around a right as a ounce thing of water. <clears throat> yeah, it's, a big, it's a big gulp. Yeah. Right as I turn around and, and I'm almost saying, dude, that's way too big. He hurls it. Up into his face, so that as Marcus is asleep, so that it goes up his nostrils, and Marcus wakes up with the most amazing, like he is just short of drowning. I was being waterboarded. I was being waterboarded. Oh, God, he's 
<laughs> I remember laughing so hard that everything hurt because it was one of the fu- and still to this day one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And Marcus takes <laughs> still laughing to this day. And Mark takes like a couple of seconds to recover as me and Dustin are like rolling and goes. I mean, I was laughing pretty hard. I'm going to kill you. In fact, I'm going to kill you right now. And starts to get out of the chair, like, coming after him. I'm like, do, do, do. My dad's asleep. Reed ran out of the apartment and had sex yes. on the cement slab outside. Yes. Yeah. I think that was that night. <laughs> it was that night. night. Yes. Some random chick from my apartment. Oh, Reed tank I was too engine. fat to catch him, and yeah. he went off and had sex with some oh chick on gosh. the cement slab behind. One of the funniest expressions Mark's ever made. <clears throat> so, yeah. That's it. Didn't you already do that? Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, we did. I mean, well, that's we're going to do it in the next segment. I mean, we're going to do, yes, we're going to do that in the future. <laughs> you remember shooter games. All right, anyway. so coming up next, uh, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Fine. And they're going to review X Men. Get the fuck out of here already. Because you were too cool to go. That guy? <laughs> You're listening to the break room. Yes, we have been pelted in a sandstorm. I tucked it in before I came in. <laughs> when Jane and I met six months ago, I was nervous about everything. Was I wearing the right clothes? Did my hair look good? Did my breath smell bad? Bob was charming on our first date, but I still wasn't sure if I wanted to give him the golden ticket to my chocolate factory. And then I got a look inside his jorts, and I knew everything would be okay. Hello. I'm Dr. Franken-13-Stein, and here at CircumcisedSingles.com, we go straight to the thing that matters in your relationship, your foreskin. CircumcisedSingles.com helped me get to the heart of the matter. I'm lactose intolerant. I don't like cheese on my broccoli, and I damn sure don't want cheese in my all-natural throbbing Nolan Ryan grade-A beef hot dog. The fact is, I'm like a wolverine down in my nether regions, and every morning I have to use a guillotine to cut some of the rings off the tree. But I do so because I love Natasha. There are dating sites for farmers, Jews, homosexuals, and Amish, so why not one for people who prefer a love stick that's magma-free? Through 20 years of scientific experiments, we've learned that people hate nature's turtleneck, and a man not having one provides for a loving, natural, satisfying, and long-lasting relationship. You're not Batman, so take that cow off your cock. A penis without a sleeve is a man I never want to leave. If you have foreskin, I'll slice your balls off and feed them to my chihuahua. At CircumcisedSingles.com, we have real-world penile experts working all day to match you with the finest snakes you who have shed their skin. Get started with your foreskin-free relationship today at CircumcisedSingles.com. Making the world foreskin-free for, for you, you and me! What's the last thing you remember? <laughs> I had a glimpse into the past. What an asshole! You're going to have to do for me what I once did for you. I tucked it in before I came in. <laughs> You'll need me as well. The house money. Side by side to end this war. Wet nuts. Before it ever begins. 
So I wake up in my younger body and then what? Vaginal spread. Convince me of all of this. It's good to take the two of us. And where do I find you? A different path. A darker path. Logan, I was a very different man. Giant ass. Lead me. Guide me. Be patient with me. Patience is my strongest suit. So, we're here to talk about X-Men, obviously. Are we? uh, Unless you have no idea who any of those people are in that trailer. (laughs) That was... That's got to be... The movie version of Benson. (laughs) That's got to be the most I've ever watched a trailer since the Dark Knight trailer came out, because I loved that trailer so much. And I just asked you while we were listening to it, what's the soundtrack? I don't know what the soundtrack was on the front side of that, yeah. but that real dramatic music came from a movie called... Because of this uh, preview, I went and found that music. That music came out of Walk the... Uh, line? The, is it not Walk the Line? The Thin Red Line. Okay. Which I went and watched because of that track. Yeah. And it's one of the few movies... Uh, including Casablanca, <laughs> that I've actually turned off in the middle of it like, I am not into this at all. I, yeah. I gave that one like an hour. It was right around Woody Harrelson's death that I was like, man, I just don't even care Spoiler that Woody alert. Harrelson is dying. Oh, yeah, on a movie that's been out for like a decade. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, well, Woody Harrelson dies in it. It might show up on the Double Flame Hall of Fame. I'm telling you right now, it's not worth watching. So, Dustin, what do you think about uh, <laughs> the soundtrack? Oh, wait, somebody left the show. <laughs> so, apparently... Last week, in between shows, Dustin had some surgery done, and he got these two large, fleshy appendages put on the front of his chestal area, trying to accentuate, fill out his tube tops better, and we didn't really... We're trying to be nice. We didn't comment on them. We didn't compliment on him as, on his new tees, as he likes to say. His new tees? Yeah, that's what he likes to call them. What do they do? I didn't even see him earlier. You don't. Well, they just kind of sit there. I mean, he just likes to rub them, lick them like this. He calls them Chris and Christy. Lick them like this. Yeah. <laughs> Spin them in circles. Chris and Christy. Yeah. And he calls his wiener the governor. Oh, that's pretty weird. It is weird. He's a weird guy. So we refuse to compliment him. I refuse to give him any uh, any bonus just to offset his uh, his new his new tease. So we walked out. <laughs> And slammed the door. Apparently quit the show. Yeah, tossed his hair back over his shoulder, whipped it around, tied his shirt in a knot, and left. Said, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And we don't really know if he'll ever be back. Do we usually do music bed Wait, for this? Some, sometimes. I don't remember. Uh, don't ask me. It just now, seems kind of empty right now. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Dustin's a big spirit, and so I know that sometimes... It's not that big. It's like a hole. we have a Dustin-shaped hole in our heart. Well, it's not that big Right hole. next to our Jesus-shaped hole. Okay, so X-Men. Right. Awesome. 
Of all the things. <laughs> <laughs> so, X-Men, uh, the... Days of Future Past. The, future yeah. Past. Days of Future Past. Directed by Brian Singer. Probably the last X-Men movie that Brian Singer will be directing. Because of a certain rape allegation. Multiple rape allegations. It's really sad. Obviously, if that's true, he deserves what he gets. But yeah. it's very sad because... Well, we'll get into that in a little bit. So, On top of that, they said that the producers said that this is probably really the last movie for the original cast. The anyways. original cast. The, the, it it kind of seems like Wolverine might elbow his way back in there. Yeah, he, of Hugh course. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Man, that dude loves playing that character. You, you say that, but then he also said recently he was pretty much done. He said he might He's do not, one, one more Wolverine movie, and then that's it. Hey, that is also in contrast to him saying, like him coming out and saying he wanted... Uh, he wanted X Men to have. He wanted Wolverine specifically and the X Men to have crossover with uh, yeah. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Well, but that's not going to happen because it's the studio. No, no not Fantastic Four. He wanted a crossover with. Uh, uh, dang it, Thor, Iron Man, the uh, Avengers. The Avengers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who wouldn't want that? Well, but but they're not going to do that because Sony he, Sony won't work with Marvel and vice versa. Marvel wants the rights back. You're right. And it's just not going to happen. The only way they're going to do it's that really is their if... fault in the first place. Oh, it totally is. But that was before Marvel Studios got founded, and so sure. Uh, and why would Sony let this go? I mean, this movie's already made three hundred forty-six million dollars on a budget of two hundred million. It's the highest-grossing wow. X-Men movie in the first week, opening weekend. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. So, but totally justifiable. Oh, totally. What's yeah. the second one? X two. Uh, I don't know the order. Oh, come that would on, require man. more research. No research here. I chose not to do so any of the research. Typical. Somebody has to fill the non-research void in this team. <laughs> There's not a void. There's plenty of it. <laughs> All three of us don't do any research. <laughs> well, that's true. There's no uh, void. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I I mean, it feels like kind of a natural end for Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in a way. I yeah. would love to see them come back. But Honestly, to have gone so long without them actually being in movie instead of just teases or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of remarkable that they both held, you know... Stayed in good health, and they've yeah. been able to complete. So, yeah, this was a nice... I do hope they don't do something stupid, like start start a new story with... The, not a new, where they're the center, but they just don't need to be in it Like anymore. a new... Yeah. Well, uh, just let me preface this with spoiler alert in case we accidentally let slip. I'll try not to, but in case we do, it's there. So if you haven't watched it, don't listen. Um, or listen if you want to spoil all Yeah, it's it. up to you. It's up to you. Um, I think the next movie that they teased at the end there... Might they, that's going to be the next movie, but apparently that might take place in the seventies. I think it's going to because they want to continue to use the yeah. old cast, which they, is fine. They only you only saw the first class cast very briefly, which kind of makes sense in James the McAvoy. realm of the movie. This movie very much did a uh, uh, a J.J. Abrams Star Trek, if you will. Yeah, like the events get skewed, and either it's an alternate timeline or well, it wasn't alternate because they they just. Completely eradicated yeah, the events of the not. third. They basically just rewrote. Yeah, they yes, they completely retconned the third movie out. That, all of it, really? Yeah, wasn't it all of it? I mean, they all of it is. It could have happened differently than it did. All the first two movies as yeah. well, because well, true. they changed the past before that. True. It's now, obviously, they make it where Xavier founded the academy, and well, the academy already existed, but he kept it going yeah. and found the found everybody. And but I mean. It was a rewrite of all three of the movies, which, in large part, is we're, th- we're all thankful that they rewrote some stuff after the third movie. Yeah, well, I was, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I was kind of surprised they brought Halle Berry back because she didn't have one line in that movie, did she? She, was, she had a couple lines. Did she? But she was barely in it. And Anna Paquin was there for all of two seconds like, and walking out of didn't a doorway. Even have a line. Didn't have a line. It was literally a. There she is. Apparently, they had a bigger part for, her, but they cut it. So it's probably good. 
Which I'm all uh, I'm all 100% on board them uh, among other things from the third movie rewriting yeah. the oh she doesn't have her powers anymore even though well, that was, even though obviously that played out because Magneto still had his powers yeah. in the future of that past right. so and they kind of retconned the Wolverine out too because in this one he had his claws his metal claws and at the end of Wolverine he didn't have metal claws anymore yeah but that's and that was after the Wolverine that took place after the Wolverine but before the events of X Men. No, no, I'm saying future Wolverine yes. had his metal claws. He either got them again at some point. Yeah. Well, I we don't know, know if he had them. Well, no, he did, because remember, he's laying on the table and his metal claws come out. So he either reacquired them at some oh, point. I see what you're saying. The, but I wanted... The but resetted I, future, he yeah. had them. Yes. In well, the re- before reset that, it times. hadn't reset him. He still did the whole thing with... What's his name? Not Trask. Uh, yeah, Trask. The guy who gives him the metal claws. Oh, the guy from The Wolverine? Yes. No, oh, no. Oh, uh... Striker. Striker, yeah. Name. Yeah, which may not really be Striker anymore, but... Yeah, that's really confusing. That was really strange. Obviously, it can just be, it was what it was, because but we don't really need that definition. Because yeah. why X2 doesn't make sense all of a sudden? Why would... Okay, what, it doesn't make sense. Well, it doesn't make sense because it didn't happen at this point, or it didn't happen the way that it was laid I, out. They reset the clock on all of that I stuff. I know. It's just... This, it's a little confusing. Yes. Well, time travel is always confusing. It is. I know. Every and time they slingshot around the sun. Sometimes really, really stupid. But yes. No, there was... Thankfully, there was no slingshot around the sun. That would have been really weird. They fly the X jet up there, and <laughs> Professor it gets really X. shaky, really shaky, and then there's a smooth ride around the middle, and then they're passed out. And you and see the space whales. And yeah, space whales. <laughs> Set your computations for time warp. Yes. That would have been, uh, that would that have been would awesome. Been, it would have been kind of funny, but it would have ruined a lot of yeah. the movie. Yeah. Uh, overall, I thought it was... Yeah, let's not get into too many of the specifics. Yeah. I mean, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart, you know, they didn't have a lot to do. It was a lot of sitting. But they were great. But at the same time, God. they kind of earned that. What? What is Xavier supposed to do in the future? <laughs> well, true. <laughs> I guess I guess Magneto... He never stood up. I meant, I meant more just kind of lazing about during yes. the movie. I guess, you know, Magneto had his kind of moment, old Magneto had his moment at the end of the movie trying to defend the uh, area they were in. Sure. Uh, you know, but, but Xavier didn't really have a lot to do other than... Not really. Rubbing Wolverine's some cool, head and some cool words. You know, I didn't understand too uh, the whole time travel plot. They use Kitty Pride to send Wolverine back in time, which doesn't make any sense because Kitty Pride doesn't have any psychic powers, so it doesn't make sense that she would send Wolverine back in time. It should have been Professor X that sends it back in time. Well, she was sending the dude before. Uh, yeah, I know. What's his name? Bishop. Bishop. He. She was sending him back. Yeah, I know. I'm saying it doesn't make any sense. It should have been. Well, and the thing is, she wasn't even sending him back. She was sending his consciousness back to warn his consciousness of like two weeks before. Yeah, not his full body. But I'm just saying they should have used a telepath, not. I mean, technically, she didn't send Wolverine's full body back. She sent his consciousness back to inhabit his body. No, I I know. I understand. I don't mean his body. I'm saying his consciousness. They should have used a telepath, not someone who can just phase between walls. Yeah. That didn't make any sense because she doesn't have any psychic powers. So, any telepathic powers. They should have used. Either Emma Frost, you know, January Jones, horribly from the from first class, or they should use Professor X or make up some well, other they couldn't use out. January Jones. Why not? That Did she die? That would be like in the future future. I don't know. I'm confused. She's now. not young enough. Okay, if they're in the future... She would be old. Yeah, she'd be really old. Okay, They'd well then... they have to use somebody else. Or right. put her in old face, which would have sucked yeah. bad. <laughs> Get Mama Jones to, to do <laughs> Mama it. Mama Jones. <laughs> Although, uh, for the, being, you know, far into the future... Uh, Magneto and Professor X are very well preserved. They are. I I think they're both looking pretty old. <laughs> oh, they are. They are quite a bit, yeah. But is there something in there about mutants 
age slower in general? It just depends on the mutant. Wolverine is one of the few. Obviously, that never well, that's ages that's a much. completely separate thing. Although I'd love yeah. to look at still shots of Wolverine in this movie and Wolverine in the first movie. Although you could you could ask how far in it, how far in the future would Days of Future Past from let's say X two? They don't really ever say. So it could be just the same amount of time between X two uh, and now. They do say some fifty. At one say point, 50? Wolverine says some fifty years later after the events that are happening in the seventies. Okay, so. So roughly That'd be it's about 2020, then, 20, right, right yeah. around that area. Okay, so it's not too far in the no, future. No, no, not too far. Yeah, so Jane, Jane, well, I guess, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's She still would have been older. She would have been older, yes. I was surprised we didn't see Rebecca Romaine as Mystique in the future. Not at all. They just, like, completely... They didn't have Mystique in the future. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, I'm kind of surprised. They brought back Halle Berry. They should have maybe brought her back. I'm sure they had a limit on... Granted, it seems like their limit could have been a lot higher at this point, but yeah. I'm sure they had a limit on what the actual budget for it was. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, without getting too many of the specifics, what'd you think, Mark? Well, I have to put it up against, you know, the other two superhero movies of the summer, and that's Captain America, The Wonder Soldier, and Amazing Spider-Man 2. For me, it's between the two. It was a, it was a good movie. It wasn't Wait, my favorite. what was the other one? I didn't hear you. Captain America, The Wonder Soldier. Got that one. And, then, and Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man. Yeah, I still haven't seen that, so. It's, <laughs> I well, I had to wait for DVD. Um, so, it's good. It's not my favorite X-Men movie. That's still X-Men 2. I still like that movie quite a bit more. It's a good movie. I had a lot of fun. I, I could have used uh, a touch more action, and that's what I liked about Winter Soldier more was it had both plot and a ton of action. To me, this was a little wordy at times, which is fine. It's more like a comic book in some ways. I just wanted it for a movie as long as it was. It wasn't not like it was super long, but for a two-hour-plus movie, I wanted a little more action, a little more fight scenes. But... That's there was not, a lot of plot. For there was sure. a lot. It was a little, very plotty. I didn't think it was like too heavy though. Not not, he- not heavy heavy. It's not like Schindler's List, but you know it's. <laughs> There's not enough action in Schindler's yeah. List. <laughs> What's it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I enjoyed it. It was it was not my favorite X movie. That's still X two, but it was good. It was better than X Men three, and it's better than X Men one. And when you look at the overall plot, you know I feel like I can't. My immediate thought is that it's the best X-Men movie I saw. I definitely liked, as much as I did like Winter Soldier, I liked it more than that. But I think a lot of that has to do with I'm infinitely more interested in the subject matter of X-Men than I am right. Captain America. Although, Captain America was amazing Yeah. for not really liking the first one that much. Which, yeah, I agree. Uh, I thought they did a phenomenal job. I thought, I thought they did that. I liked the original Thor, but... I thought they both of those movies, Thor and Improved. Captain America, the second ones yeah. were drastically way yeah, above where the first agree. ones were. But I did like X Men more. I think X Men is the movie of the year for me so far. Really, I liked it a lot, uh, it, and I had a lot of expectations going in, which I try not to do because I think this is probably the most excited, uh, the movie that I was most excited about seeing this year. Mm-hmm. And yet, I still thought it. Not only did I think it was good, I thought it was real thorough. I thought it was pretty well done, considering time travel is always a sketchy thing to do. Yeah. Um, I liked how the Sentinels were like new and updated in mm-hmm. the in the in the beginning when you're seeing the future, but then I liked how they went back to the kind of the traditional with right. the '70s Sentinels, which is really nice. Uh, which actually, I'm not 100. Yeah. The the one logic piece that I had trouble like connecting was that at some point in the '70s the Sentinels are powered down and Magneto injects their bodies with metal yeah. and somehow then has direct control over them. I don't really understand well, how that happens. I don't understand how you could make them fire. I can understand how putting metal in their body could make them, he could move their control their movements. Yes. Yeah. Like well, make I mean, them, I mean, by that logic, there's got to be something that triggers the fire within it. 
Yeah, but I would think that would be in, internal. I don't know. It, it's it's yeah. I agree with you. It's it was kind of convoluted. I think in some a way. of that would, was programming that couldn't yeah, be like that's what I, yeah done. exactly. I, that was a little hokey. They should have found a better way to do that. Uh, I but, didn't care so much about that that it made me like the movie less. But I was kind of that was weird. It seemed like yeah. I did like the the uh, the struggle at the end that Xavier leads up to Mystique. I like the I like just the way that was done. I thought it was really good. The you know, let, let us show them that we're not all... They don't need to design weapons to destroy us all, because we're not yeah. all, you know, like like uh, Eric's choosing to be right now, despite the fact that he's been given the benefit of the future yeah. and what we need to do to work together. Uh, but as much as that's frustrating, and Eric at some point... Uh, 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 Magneto turns on uh, Mystique at some point, yeah. tries to kill her. Uh, as much as that's frustrating to watch on the screen, it's very true to the character of... He does what he has to do to yeah. ensure the survival. He's not an apologist, and he he wants everybody to survive as, as much as he can, and he doesn't take no. He doesn't want everybody to survive. He wants the mutants to well, survive. Well, the mutants—that's what I mean. And in a lot, and and is kind of back and forth on ruling as well. Yes, yes. So, uh, I thought it was really, really good. I definitely give it two thumbs up. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it one up and one sideways because. I enjoyed it. I would almost say one and three quarters up because uh, it was good. I just almost. wanted a little more, a little more action, a little, little too heady at times. Not heady, too, too wordy. They just need to touch more action. Would have been good. Yeah. Other than that, good movie. Oh, you're wrong. Definitely worth the price of admission. Yeah, and absolutely. Definitely, definitely something worth seeing on the big screen. Absolutely. Oh, and, and and it was definitely compared to last week. It was definitely better than Godzilla in my mind. Oh but. yeah, I agree. And was, I I really enjoy Godzilla, but yeah, it's yeah, not. Again, it has to do with subject matter. Yeah, I can I be wowed probably. by something that I'm not expecting to be wowed a lot easier than. It's a lot easier and not as big a deal as if I'm wanting to like something. I go into very interested in all of it, and so anyway, I did enjoy the shout outs to some of the characters in the in the reset future modern time. We get yeah. to see a certain someone as Beast. I was kind of disappointed we get to, we didn't get to see Nightcrawler. That would have been nice. They probably couldn't get him. I don't know why not. I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, he, did he do Godzilla? Was he the no Andy Circus? Was it no, Andy Circus? It's not Andy Circus. Who's uh, uh, the, the big gay gay rights dude? He is gay. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Really, really good guy. He's the incon, in, 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 invinci- I'm invincible guy from Goldeneye. Oh, that's I right. I can't remember it's his not name. Andy Circus. That's that's right. Yeah. All right. I know who you're talking about now. Uh. That guy who's in that yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. He was great as Nightcrawler. <laughs> Can't argue that at all. But, um, yeah, good overall. Yeah, I enjoyed it. All right, I guess we should... Uh, oh, and great. Maybe one of the greatest teases at the end, the hidden scene, just like getting oh, yeah. pumped up and excited Teasing for the new movie, one. Yeah. So we get, maybe we'll fill in some of the missing period. Well, I would love to... Won't, you know what spoil, I would, won't spoil what happens, but yeah. it's just it's super exciting. I know this would be a little too close to Days of Future Past, but one of the current threads in the comic book X-Men is that the original team from the 60s gets uh, time travels to the future, to the modern X-Men. Interesting. And uh, at that point, Jane Grey is dead, because she's died like 10 times in the comics. Anyway, she's dead. She takes the place of the modern-day Jane Grey and all the old team still dealing with their 60s attitudes is now in the future and then they discovered the modern team is afraid of disrupting the timeline <laughs> and they want them to go back but the new the old team gets used to the modern times and doesn't want to go back and they refuse That's hilarious yeah i think that would be kind of a funny movie uh, a fun movie to have but it's just coming off the hot, the heels of days of future past 
little too much time travel, perhaps, and so they probably yeah. won't do that. And it's really early to be talking about, to be realistically talking about actual plots. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think they they know what they're going to do for Age of Apocalypse. Man, that could be really, really awesome. So I read be. up on him the other day because I was explaining the plot to my sister. Yeah. And about who he is and how he is like, even as someone that didn't read the comics, like he's the ultimate X-Men bad guy. Right. And so I was reading to her from Wikipedia and was just like, yep, dude, that guy was pretty much capable of anything he wanted to be. Yeah. Like, it's fascinating. Well, I wonder if they're going to do the full Age of Apocalypse story, which was, again, an alternate universe to where role, a lot of roles were completely reversed, like Cyclops was a bad guy. And, I don't know. Uh, and I wonder if they're going to reintroduce Cyclops at some point, because... I don't know. He Jane, didn't die at this point. No, he's not dead anymore. Jean Grey's not dead anymore, but... Well, we just spoiled more than I eh, meant for us whatever. to spoil, but... We just said they retconned X-Men 3, but whatever. I wonder. I do wonder, are they going to find... Because what also doesn't make sense is Alex Summers is supposed to be Scott Summers' younger brother, and Scott precedes him on the team, but yet all Alex is preceded really him on the team. It's is that the guy that shot out of his hand in the uh, military his, camp? Or out whatever? of his chest. Oh, it was out of his yeah, chest. Havoc. Yeah. So, anyways, I guess we should. Kind of surprised that guy didn't have any more to do with the movie than that one Again. scene. But whatever. Very strange. Very strange. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Break Room, episode two thirteen. Thanks for listening to the. Uh, eh, I like to think the best podcast in the world. Like well, to think it's the best podcast in this room. Certainly going on right now <laughs> in this tower. In the in this yes in this uh, tea tower we got. <laughs> you can uh, call us 469-665-9827 like everybody did earlier and leave us a question of the week or a comment on anything that we've talked about today. You can find everything related to this show at popsyndicate.net or breakroom.tv. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash thebreakroom or on Twitter at thebreakroom as well. If you wanted to uh, listen to any of our old shows, you can go either go to the feed uh, or you can go to thebreakroom.libson.com. There's all of our old episodes there. But the easiest way to do it is just subscribe to the podcast, either through your... Uh, iPhone player or other podcast player that you use and you can get to the old episodes that way. Uh, don't forget we're on MySpace, myspace.com slash the break room. Man, the closing is a lot faster when you don't have somebody <laughs> trying to railroad you the whole time. True. Uh, okay. Uh, oh yeah. Don't forget to listen to Cinema Diabolic, our sister show. Uh, I think we, the people's broadcast, uh, we talked about last week or the week yeah, before. We did. Uh, I can't remember now. And I know Syncophon has a new podcast. I'm not the I haven't had a chance to listen yet. Something a-hole. The special a-hole. I can't remember. The lovely it. asshole show or something? Yeah, something like that. It's got a heart and a butthole in there. I've got it on my phone somewhere. I'll Anyways, come back to that. We'll worry about that later. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Thanks to uh, Vagabond Saints on Twitter, at Vagabond Saints, for helping us to design our logo. They have a sale going on right now. They're trying to get their uh, May order complete, or June order, I guess. So go to twitter.com slash Vagabond The lovable asshole show. The lovable asshole show. So go check that out. And we will probably have Syncophant on in the future. Uh, maybe, maybe next, not. Next week, we do have a uh, rare guest, though. Our first time. It's a hard get. That's Sir Budgie Bigelow. And we're going to have Treehouse Talk next week on this well, Budgie next show. week? I was about to say, if we have Syncophant on before Budgie gets on here, <laughs> he's going to throw a fit. <laughs> <laughs> no, Syncophant is on in the future. We'll have to plan that out. But we got Budgie first, because I promised him first. So next week is Treehouse Talk on this very show. So stay tuned to these pod waves. Same time. Same, same channel. Captain Same airwaves. Channel. Same pod waves stuff. All right. We love you. I'll go out. Gasoline. Half half. Beyonce's ugly. Does it have sperm in it? This is Lynn Thigpenbo. The break room. And remember. The break room. Triangle of excellence. Mark the bus Hudson. Thomas the Tank.
Dirty Dirty Dustin. This program was presented by Breakroom.tv and PopSyndicate.net. And as always, Gumshoes. The Breakroom is bankrolled by The Gasoline High Five Company. And viewers like you.